Welcome to MiceCast with your hosts, Greg, Mike, and Shaft. Hello, I I thought you had that new software going. I didn't hear our intro music. Yeah. What, aren't no. we supposed to hear all that come in first? Mm, no, because, I, you know, the funny thing is, I still pump this stuff through Levelator. You, you what it? I pump it through Levelator. Pump it, okay, just check it. So you like to pump level later. You like to ride the shaft up and down. You know, because, pumping shaft now. Maybe Mike's got a new name. But, but level later does a really it good job of, good. of uh, evening out any sure. kind of. Okay, fine, whatever. Uh, Richard's down in the uh, secret lair of the HB studio today. So that's even more uh, scary that Greg has a lair. I know right. it is scary, isn't it? It's, it's a basement. No, it's not. It's a command post. <laughs> Is that uh, Die Hard? Yeah. It's not a command post. It's a basement. Uh, so we decided tonight. Uh, we Although are, I got to say, it, it's, kind of, it's kind of like getting through uh, Get Smart to get in here. You got all the doors <laughs> and the passageway and the secret maze to get back into it. So. That's right. <laughs> it just piles of stuff. It just insulates me from the real world. All right. Um, we're going to go over some emails. Um, some a few, yeah. Missed. Mythbusters, Mousebusters, Mousebusters, yeah. And um, we can't use the Mythbuster name; true. somebody else has a copyright. And we'll just see where it goes and where it takes oh, us. Like we care about copyrights. Well, Adam and Jamie will come after us. Oh yeah, because yeah. they've got plenty of time for that. Yeah, well, J- Jamie's the little skinny wimp one, right? No, no Adam's Adam's a skinny wimpy one. Skinny wimp one. Jamie's the bald and they, one. And they just live a couple hundred miles up the coast from us. So, yeah, they have enough time to come down here. No, they don't. They're East Coast. No, they nope. live in San Francisco, San, San dude. San Francisco, dude. You don't watch Mythbusters. Actually, actually uh, not San Francisco. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm down, sorry. Down south. You were saying Myth, Mythbusters. I had uh, ghost hunters in my head. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> How do you get from Mythbusters to I ghost hunters? I don't know. I don't know. We were ta- well, we were in Tarjay just a few minutes ago. May as ago. well speak Chinese for crying out loud. And, uh, what, you've heard that one commercial, right? You know, answer. Talking to your buddies, Jason and Grant over there. There's a commercial for, for something right now, and they'll say, um, answer what's next. Blue Diamond. Pizza. The square root of three. Pepsi. What? And it, it's, it's all these really weird answers, and it gets uh-huh. to something. You've heard these commercials? Yeah, no, they're, they're on the radio, anyways. But we were in um, Tarjay over, and we were talking about we were over by all these flat screen TVs, which you know the environment. Oh, yeah. are, you know, there's less energy produced. They don't give off enough heat. You can stand there and just feel oh, you're, the heat you're generated. Cooking. Yeah, you're and cooking. In he was saying something about the electric magnetic energy, and then that kind of made me well, think of Ghostbuster. I well, mean, uh, Ghost. Have you ever watched Ghost and, Hunters, Mike? No. Okay, there, there's an effect that they refer to as a fear cage where when you're in an area that has a lot of uh, electric activity in there and puts out a lot of EMG-type radiation, you know, uh, it can cause people to get a little edgy, get them a little paranoid. And people that are in, like, basement or attic space offices that have a lot of these conduits around them, that they're getting a lot of these this type of energy, and they're saying they're seeing ghosts, it's not so much that they're feeling or that there's somebody watching them or a ghost, but they're just getting this edginess that of what they refer to as a panic cage. And you go in front of all these plasma screens at Target, and yeah, you're cooking, you're feeling all the heat and the energy, but I go, have you ever noticed when you just walk down that aisle, you stand there for just a few minutes, you just kind of, it's like you get itching powder on your back. You're just like, 
getting irritated standing there. You got to walk away for a few minutes, and it's the same type of deal. You just got all that energy that's all around you. Huh. And I, I personally don't get that feeling, but I guess Richard does. No, I don't. No. But anyways, that's you must why be in tune with the force. You know, so, yeah, basis, yeah. That's that's why I guess I was thinking the other the other people. But uh, regardless, yeah, the one guy with the big bushy mustache and the that's uh, Jamie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such an odd name for a burly man, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Like a giant Oscar. I don't know how we got too. there, but back to email. Um, how far back do you want to go, Mike? I've got that one that says insert witty comment here. We read that one already. <laughs> Did we do that? Because <laughs> I don't remember talking about should Castle Park serve alcohol. Uh, but I see we kind of we, we kind oh. of skipped over that Is one. Is healthy and dining I think at Disneyland good or bad? Even possible. Uh, I don't think we did this. Should email. Castle Parks, meaning the Magic Kingdoms, of course, and no. No, I guess I guess we didn't go over this. I remember talking about it. Maybe we didn't. Sure, why not? Start here. What the hell? Want to start there? Okay. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Speaking of healthy yeah. dining, I just wanted to say a few things to y'all. First, I love your show. I'm sure you hear this all the time from your listeners. Yes, we do. But yes, it is. It's still uh, pleasant to hear. It. But I, I guess, guess it's repeatable. repeatable. <laughs> it shows your show rocks. In a universe of Disney fandom, I feel I identify with you most of all. You seem to appreciate the quality and showmanship of the Disney without, well, taking it too seriously. I love that. I wish I could have gone to West Fest, but this year I had just gotten back from Walt Disney World the week prior. I personally don't see why that would have you know, caused no, them not yeah. to come to West Fest. Considering we had some people from Walt Disney World at In West fact, Fest. a couple of my trips, I went to Disneyland the day before the day I left because I usually fly red eye, and I went the next day after I got back just you know to yeah. to do that. Nice but, but, the, yeah. but there, yeah, exactly. There's, there's there's those that can't but do those types. It was pretty unlikely I'd be willing to take a trek around any more Disney parks anytime soon. Oh, well, that's that's unheard of. It was pretty unlikely. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. I'm still pooped. Nonetheless, I hope sometime soon you'll have another podcast meet, preferably at a Disneyland bar for more laughs and whatnot. And maybe we that, should do that. That can be arranged. Yes, it can. Yeah, Especially right now, because I have plenty of time because <laughs> oh, I'm still gainfully unemployed. Uh, finally, here's some random show ideas. Should you be running on empty? Well, we are not, though we are in the mailbag, but we have thought that Chad deserved some attention in his email. So, uh, basically, and we don't we, want to keep him basically, yeah, basically, we need show ideas. Okay. So, yeah. so, here's some random uh, ideas. Is healthy dining at Disneyland good or bad, even possible? Is the move towards healthier menu choices viable? Oh, oh, goodness gracious. You know, that actually has been a topic that they've talked with cast members. Oh, I'm sure it has. And the social nannies out there, the Obamamites, as you might say. (laughs) Well, this uh, actually went beyond. I know. It goes beyond that. Before before GW. Yeah, I know. um, uh, Yeah, because there was some of that even when I was there. You know, uh, this is my personal gut feeling. How you eat is your business. To try to get companies like McDonald's and these other ones and force them to have a healthy menu, I believe is morally and socially wrong. I think the free market should decide whether or not they need those healthy choices. And I or think if they offer those healthy I choices. I think Disney actually has responded to a request from the market 
to where they do have options on healthier choices. Well, they have to because there's and a fair while, amount of vegans and well, not, uh, vegetarians yeah, that, out there. But there's some there's some that are just flat out, hey, that what, that's a good idea. And one of them is on the kids' meals. They used to always have like your burger and fries. Yes. Now they have the baby carrots that you can have instead of the fries. Or grapes. And it's, they or have grapes. They have cut up like apples. They have a lot of different and, things. And yeah. it's like, you know, by golly, that's, that's we just took fun. those as options a lot when we were in Florida for our snacks. Yeah, those those are that's just good ideas. Um, they they have tried some healthy dining that didn't work. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's what the market would bear. It just didn't. Yeah, I think didn't sell. I don't think it's unrealistic for every restaurant to have one or two options you know a vegetarian uh lasagna or something or uh a salad or something because you know uh, lou from beyond main street his wife is vegetarian i've i've talked to him a few times you know where does she eat how does she find something to eat well you know even they have their favorites yeah they do even back when i worked at knots this was new to me i'm a 18 year old kid and working in a food place and my lead or manager of the shop is telling me that it is not unusual that a vegetarian will come up and ask for a hamburger without the hamburger. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they will pay full boat for basically two pieces of bread with the lettuce and all the other crap and, 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 and we, with no meat in it. And we did the same thing when I first started at Disney. Of course, I started at the Tomorrowland Terrace restaurant. We had lots of people that came in, and we actually had a, a special menu. You had a grilled cheese sandwich. It was the cheeseburger just the buns and the cheese, and if they wanted the lettuce and the tomato in there. And we actually had a separate price that if they wanted that, we would charge them this price rather than the full well, price that's on a burger. Good. That's good. And, but that's always been the case. You go to any of the restaurants, you look at the current map of Disneyland, it mentions that there are They, they got additions. the little healthy heart or whatever on the, the little, map, and, right? And vegetarian diets upon Shoot, request. I thought it's, I brought a map It might home. not necessarily uh, well, on at, the menu. I'm looking at the menus... Online here, of course the on. You know, the- oh, speaking of healthy, yeah, give me one of those chocolate chip cookies there. Yeah, oh. Chippehoys, fresh Chippehoys. Um, I, you know, I gotta say, I think I don't think it's uh, impossible to eat healthy. It's not easy to eat healthy at Disney. Um, I think it's your choice if you want to eat healthy or not. It, it also depends on your definition of healthy, I want to say. You know, that is true. I mean, for some people, if, as long as they can get a salad, they feel like they've, they've had healthy. Now, you know, on Main Street, you can get bananas, grapes, you know, all of yeah, them way overpriced. Yeah, yeah. You can get yeah. your, your veggie fix for the day. And quite frankly, at Disneyland, if you don't want to eat healthy, you're close enough to places you can go eat healthy at. Yeah. If you want to. I mean, I'm looking at, okay, for example, Carnation Cafe on Main Street, right? They have a a fairly good, for Disney anyway, selection of uh, salad and soup kind of stuff. Like there's a half sandwich and soup thing on the menu. There's a three cheese vegetable medley, uh, smoked turkey, croissant club, baked potato soup. These are a chef's salad. That's, these, that's my perfect right there, these, uh, baked potato soup with... Uh, you know, they have a, a pot pie, a meatloaf. I mean, these things at first blush seem, you know... Fairly light, okay. But say, let's go to old Cafe Orleans. <laughs> you know, it's a, chi- a chicken sandwich. You know, the Monte Cristo, which I can't understand how that's healthy at all. Uh, a three cheese Monte Cristo. It's, you know, it's it's not healthy. That's the whole point of they, it all. They have a okay. They have a ratatouille at uh, uh, Cafe Orleans. Really? Yeah, I didn't know Creole ratatouille. But here's here's the thing: is 
Sam if you take a look, it, it says that there is a like a, a vegetarian option at the Cafe Orleans, if I remember uh, correctly. It's, too. It, this person, uh, on the site has not. I want to say when you walk up, there there is something you, about. You, but you you can ask, and pretty <laughs> much any of the chefs can prepare something. Sure, sure. At the sit-down places, right? All right. Okay, so for this one, I'm going to say, is it possible? Yes. You can. Is your men, your menu wide and varied? Probably not as wide as, look, and yeah. varied as. I'm not going to call it unhealthy, but kind of normal American well, meals. Let, let me put the flip side of that double-edged sword there. What double-edged sword? Well, because there was a about oh about ten twelve years ago, they got a new food administrator who was on this big healthy kick, and he wanted to put this huge variety of it. You remember, you could get a cheeseburger and a hot dog just about everywhere. They had cheeseburgers and hot dogs at Tomorrowland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cut to the chase. Well, they suddenly cut all this out, and we had a lot of complaints from people saying they couldn't get a cheeseburger anywhere. They, yeah, we you got can't. A lot of Tread your ass people. over to Village House. There's three places that have cheeseburgers. Village House, Tomorrowland Terrace, and Hungry Bear Restaurant. Isn't that enough? There's only two places that have hot dogs. Yeah, hot dogs used to be almost everywhere, but the village and house has gone down the toilet oh, in that a place reverse blows. swirl. I mean, it's it there's used, only used to one be great. place. There's only one place in both Disneyland and California Adventure, respectively, that has corn dogs, and it used to be one able to place get corn each. Dogs. One place each. Oh well, no, no, no! But they no, closed. No, they closed the one in DCA, right? No, it's open. No, Corn Dog Castle. In fact, still I there. walked by it the other day, and the line was—I was, was going to get one, and the line was way too long. I think they'd all seen Aussie John's picture on Flickr. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, um, but we actually—I no, I can. What? I'm not going to 100 percent swear this because I didn't work in foods, and I swear the hot dog cart on Main Street, the corn dog cart, was the only corn dog availability in, in the park. No, because we used to sell when I first started. Okay, we had Tomorrowland Terrace. We had burgers. Mm-hmm. We had hot dogs and we had corn dogs yeah, there. Okay. Uh, before there was a village house, and it was the old Fantasyland oh, with the round. Uh, yeah, they had burgers, hot dogs, and corn dogs huh, there. I don't remember now. That, okay, I, I find it an interesting theme here because I've I've heard the complaint that Disney food has got so generic that every place serves the same same thing. But in Florida, just, in Florida, yes. Okay, hold off for a second. Well, but yes. <laughs> But what Richard is describing to me right now sounds is like variety, yeah. A, a, a theme that pretty much every fast food restaurant, you know, your Hungry Bear, your Tomorrowland Terrace, your Village House, all has the same food: hamburger, hot dog, or I mean, at one time, at one time, yeah. pretty much all the same. Yeah. Now, not so much. Not but so much. Just chicken fingers. Well, hamburgers, for, cheeseburgers, for, for Tomorrowland Terrace. You have your burgers, your salads cold sandwiches. I can't remember the last time I've eaten at that place. Village House has your burgers, your chicken fingers, and... Pizza? Uh, your pizza. pizza. All guaranteed yeah. to make you run to the restaurant. <laughs> and it's a good thing there's Hungry a toilet Bear right next door. <laughs> Hungry Bear Restaurant has your chicken burgers, fingers, chicken, chicken fingers, and the little corn doggies. The kids oh, meal corn dogs. Now, <laughs> in Florida, the, the place on Main Street, um, Casey's Corners, They've got killer corn dog nuggets. Yeah. Oh, they're good. They're but, good. But the thing is, is we actually when they when they eliminated <laughs> burgers and hot dogs in the park, we actually had a lot of people complaining, and most of those were a lot of foreigners because they were they weren't coming here to get <laughs> your fancy, fancy French food. They want American they, food. Yeah. They yeah. wanted American food. Well, some, and that's when I was when I was over at before it turned into Paradise Pier Hotel, when it was still the Pacific Hotel. Pan Pacific. Yeah. Yeah. 
it was that was the hotel for the Japanese Travel Bureau. Well, the JTB. Asians, any place, but well, coming J, from but the, the JTB. They, yeah. I mean, they would rent out whole sections of floors on mm-hmm. this building. It was hilarious when we went down the hallways the next morning, because what did you find out in the hallways? Empty cartons of Marlboros and empty cases of Budweiser, because that was being an American was having Marlboros. And Budweiser. Well, yeah, I, um, <laughs> like you go to Japan, you're going to drink sake. You're going to take off your shoes when you go inside. Quite, quite honestly, <laughs> not that I, I, I'm one to say, well, look at Europe. They, they, they've got it. They've done it right because, in a lot of ways, I don't go for all their socialist, socialistic governments and you know ways of running things. But they laugh at us, quite frankly, with you know the no smoking, you know, yeah, the, you know the the. The low calories, you know, or, or low, uh, what's the cheese, con- you know, cheese has all this crap in it. Uh, the drinking. Watching your cholesterol. I mean, they, they just, you know, they just don't get it. But getting back to it, yes, you can eat healthy. It is possible. Is there any more of a move? I don't know. Didn't we go to, what, didn't Disney do one totally complete, not vegetarian, but almost all healthy menu in one restaurant? It failed. Um, I thought they did that. I can't remember. Aladdin's Oasis was kind of leaning a lot towards that way, and it just did, never caught on as a restaurant. It was just yeah. And the, the menu for the well. old Tahitian Terrace was just to die for too. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the um, the menus for Tomorrowland Terrace and Hungry Bear. Yes, do, Hung- do they agree with Richard's analogy? Uh, Hungry Bear is much more limited. They have five items: bacon cheeseburger, fried chicken sandwich. Classic cheeseburger, turkey club, and veggie burger. That's it. Yeah, a it's sa- a burger joint. A salad. Okay, okay, okay let's just, there's, there's your typical fast food place, yeah. right? Now, Tomorrowland Terrace, bacon oh, cheeseburger. Wait, wait, wait. 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 Oh. T- typical fast food place. Yeah. Okay. You can get a veggie burger. That's that's healthy, right? Yep. You could get According a, some people. what was the other one, a club sandwich? Yeah, turkey club. That's relatively healthy. And some maybe, maybe don't want all the mayonnaise and some of the other stuff. Relatively healthy. And mm-hmm. then you've got the regular fast food junk. Yep. That's yeah. it, right? Now, Tomorrowland Terrace, same five sandwiches. In addition, uh, they have a grilled chicken sandwich, a roast healthy. beef, a roast beef and cheddar cheese sandwich. Relatively which actually sounds healthy. good. Horseradish meal, huh? Yeah, that Gr- sounds good. Grilled vegetable sandwich. Not so healthy. Well, no, grilled vegetables. Healthy. Okay, grilled vegetables. Yeah. Okay. Not too bad. Solar flare salad. My, well, my wife would say steamed would be better, but yeah. okay. Uh, solar flare salad with grilled chicken. So a salad with chicken in it. Yeah. So that's, you know, a little extra. You know, the one thing well, I is also larger, but I, yeah. I consider personally, I prefer the burgers over at Hungry Bear Restaurant. You know, the one thing I... got to be the same, it's though. It's the same thing, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, they are, but... Uh, I don't know. To me, they, okay. they put taste, them together a little sloppier. Taste, taste Pilot like, Grill. I like Chase Pilot Grill burgers. That place are, is awesome. Are those burgers any Disney buys all from the same place? That's right. Yeah. I don't eat the burgers there, so I wouldn't know. The burgers, burgers are pretty good. But, but have you noticed the one thing? Other than Taste Pilot's Grill, none of the Disneyland places offer topping bars, do they? No. Uh, only Taste so. Pilot's Grill. But you've heard a bunch of our DPN friends who just, I mean, Pecos Bill or Tomorrowland Terrace are to die for until they because they have the, a topping bar. Yeah. But they took away they, a topping bar someplace. I saw somebody was... They, you know, okay. This, I'm going to say something that will satisfy one of our upcoming emails. Big whoopee fuck. <laughs> you know, 
so you can put two pieces of lettuce instead of the one. Oh, you can add <laughs> a couple, couple grilled tomatoes or, or some, a couple tomatoes. Some yeah. pickles. I don't <laughs> find that big of a – maybe it's an East Coast thing. I don't know. It's, Just no, give me it's, the burden. Um, okay, but it's all about getting something extra for your money. I guess so, because you can really stack you can it up. pile it on there, right? It's your choice. So, do we have to beat this up anymore? Yes, you can do No, we healthy. don't have to. No, no. We, can, yeah. we can keep going. Let's move on. Okay, the next if, one, I'm sure, is going to be freaking yeah. long talk. If you ran Disney Parks and Resorts and could close any current or future di- – well, how could you close a future Disney Park? It's not there yet. How would you know That's it's coming right. along? It'll cancel its but, plans or something. Okay. <laughs> Which would get the axe and why? This is interesting. So if you ran the Disney parks <laughs> and resorts and you could close any current I know it's what I'd say. Or future the future Which park one? thing, I just don't get I, because I, I, do you know of any future parks that are gonna be built right now that are on the, the, uh, well, the Night Kingdom business, right? The Nightly Kingdom, that's still not flushed out enough mm. to know if that's a park or kind of a I don't know uh, the 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 super else. yeah, but still okay. But there's rumors. But no, I'd, yeah. I'd close I'd close Magic Kingdom in Florida. Whoa, <laughs> you're gonna get some nasty <laughs> no evil. kidding. But so what, man? Disneyland's original. Then freaking Magic wow. Kingdom. Magic Kingdom Florida's got That's too many nice. holes in it. The What's easy too- one would probably be DCA. I know. No, I was no? going to say the, the studios in Paris, which I hear is really bad. But oh. since I've never been there, yeah, see, I'm, I'm going to hold off on I, the overseas parks. Yeah. I was actually going to say Disney Hollywood Studio in see, Florida. Yeah, yeah, that you know when you take when you take the the sacred cowness of the Magic Kingdom and and you don't want to close Epcot because you know that's by far and away the best. With it, with Ma- Animal well, Kingdom not, a close second, right. all that leaves is Hollywood Studios, right? Well. But Hollywood Studios got a couple good things, but overall, I don't consider it much different. DCA, um, yeah. See, here's here's why I say Magic Kingdom though is because I feel it lacks the depth of detail that I totally agree. And and in the book I'm writing, I mentioned that, and then I thought, <laughs> wait, I shouldn't get into that detail here. And I wrote a little mental <laughs> note that's going to be part of the book. Mental note to self: next book. <laughs> Because I'm trying to describe my years as a cast member, but set it up with why I love Disney. So I get a little backstory, right? Yeah, yeah. But so, Greg yeah. was born a poor black child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, time. seriously. I mean, because there's so I much got stuff. Rhythm. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, take Liberty Square out of the equation. You know, oh, Tomorrowland, for example. Their Tomorrowland, I think, is flat. Not that ours is that much better. But the whole, whole park is flat. You know, Fantasyland, our Fantasyland rocks the snot out of it that does place. now, but... They were the same. Ours wasn't that much to get excited ours about. Three, they were the same. Ours wasn't that much to get excited ours about. Ours was the cardboard cutouts. Theirs starts out well. When you first walk through the castle, you've got some very detailed... The two buildings you hit first look very good. Then you get to the dark rides, and like they're what? a little more detailed than ours were. They've got a little more castle rock and stuff above the the um, canopies or whatever. But short of that, the rest of it kind of goes, ah. Well, mm-hmm. one thing I noticed about their fantasy line compared to our fantasy line, our fantasy line kind of has curves and nooks and crannies to go around. You go into their fantasy land, you it's got a the left, right, and left turn, you got yeah. the left. Well, this is and typical about their park design. about anything, and there's if you look just at, big open space. If you look at the Magic Kingdom, and I've covered this in Imaginary My Way a couple of times, a lot of the park is very linear. 
Yeah, you, I was you about say, to say that. that land, it's a left-right. They're long spaces. You go into their frontier land, very long, skinny. Yeah. Adventure land, long, long and skinny. skinny. But, yeah. see, but see, it's it, the, each of them, okay, see, frontier <laughs> land, right? You got facade on one side, bordered by water. Yes, Adventureland, same thing. Some facade on one side, bordered by water. You do, you, yeah, but not it, not as prominent as it is in Frontierland. Correct, but it, it still helps to minimize the feeling of being inside the environment. Yeah, you could almost say jungle to the left in Adventureland because it's to open. The right. You know, it's yeah. it's open. Whereas you know our uh, Adventureland. Well, well you got trees on one side and facade on the other, but our, frontier our land, small, you know, your our smallness in some ways helps, helps us because yeah. it yeah, keeps you, it keeps you further immersed. In fact, I was asked this. I was I just did a guest spot on Character Breakfast, and some of this kind of stuff came up, and they asked me if you can see the outside world when you're in Tomorrowland, for example, at Disneyland. I said no. I said not unless you're on the old Skyway or if you're on the the monorail. monorail yeah. Now he didn't ask me about DCA. I was walking through DCA the other day. I'm thinking, oh, hey, hey, Hilton, how are you doing over there? Uh, you can there's the convention center. You can convention see things outside much easier walking around, which kind of blows the whole, you know, you're escaping reality thing. But that park doesn't have a sign that says you're leaving the to, now. To escaping now, reality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was going to say the same thing you guys were both saying is that uh, I think in the effort for Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom to be able to have the space and have the extra size that they were given, that loses a lot of its um, coziness. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, where, where you, you, <coughs> you can stand in one spot and you can see all the, you know, all the buildings and you can see everything. It's not like at Disneyland where it's a little more compact and you're going to actually have to go around different places and physically go yeah, somewhere I, to explore it. I wouldn't say our Fantasyland has nooks and crannies, but it's got depth and detail. Well, I mean, you can't when, – when you go into their Fantasyland, you can look to the left, well, look once, to the yeah, right, look to, to the left. Once you get to the carousel, you look left and right. And you've seen it. But when you get into our Fantasyland – you need to go around the carousel to be able to look left and right. And even when you get there, there's some more stuff. There's something over to draw you through. You, you know, you get around over there. Yeah, there's yes, some more stuff yes, over yes. to the right that you have okay. to go over there. I to would be able agree. To see. I just but where, where, where I di- disagree in some of the premises on size is though their park is bigger, they've thrown space in areas other than the lands. For example, when I was there in spring break in 2005, I was I could hardly get into Tomorrowland. It was so crowded. They're t- the throat, I'll call it, the throat into Tomorrowland, though it is set much back much further than ours, is still about the same width. Hmm. Their main street is a hey, little wider. They didn't put a major attraction yeah, right in the middle. They didn't put a major attraction right in the middle. It's a little wider, but not a lot. You get into the walkways in Fantasyland, no really, not any really bigger than ours, but they're longer. They have higher facades. The, the a lot of the space has been added into the hub. They pushed the land. Oh my gosh! Yeah, out, the hub's right? huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then they have those huge planters in the hub. Yeah, but the the walkways are not that much larger than the areas in Disneyland. The think get this. This blew me away when I did the research. And unless the research is wrong, it seems wrong that the trip on the train is the same length. Within a small <laughs> fluctuation at both parks, I would agree with you because, on that because because they have one more train stop. Well, not just no, that; no, no, no. They, they have because, one less. Train I'm sorry, stop. we have one more train stop. Disneyland has one more train stop. 
Yeah, no, no, I don't say the time it takes you to get around, the length of the track. And I would agree because a couple of your major items, Space Mountain is on the outside of the train track in Florida. Correct. It's on the inside of Disneyland's right. train. Yeah, but it's about Along half the with size. a large backstage area that has yes. the old admin building. Uh, and even in, when you go to the west side where you're going around the uh, Rivers of America, our train track goes out a little further because we're picking up the Festival Arena and we're trying to get into around Fantasyland Theater to get into Fantasyland and Toontown. While there, you're kind of you're skirting you're in, the river, you're the staying woods. pretty close. You're just going close, and then you're coming up to well, Fantasyland. We're, we're, and skirting, Starland. we're skirting the river too, but there's there's a big dead area behind Fantasyland and the, where the train track. It was meant for an expansion of Fantasyland, which was never done. Right, but what I'm saying is in Disneyland. We put in the Festival Arena, and we got Fantasyland Theater, so that pushes our tracks a little bit further out when you go in through that well, dead we, space. Well, we did expand Florida. our tracks. Our tracks well, used to go roughly where the gates are or uh, by Small World. You see, if you stand look at Small right. World, look to the left, you see a pair of white gates. That right. used to be where the train went through. Right, but, but that's where I'm seeing. That's where we gain in more track and where Florida, even though it's a larger park, gets to uh, lessen some of their track. Big thing being Space Mountain. Space Mountain's outside yes, the track. Yes and, and no. I mean, if you look at an, uh, a picture, you know, a view from the top, if you will, there's a lot of backstage area at Disney, uh, Magic Kingdoms, too. It just seems like there should have been a little longer. But it's not. And uh, anyways, I'm just saying that the in, most of the land areas aren't a lot... They didn't really make the walkways that much larger. I, I mean, yes, Tomorrowland over there, once you get out there and you have to walk over to Space Mountain and all that, it's bigger. Yeah. But when you first go into Tomorrowland, walking up to the People Mover, it's no bigger than Disneyland's. Well, what I think or I not need, much. What I think we might want to do is some um, research. Oh, oh, this doesn't work now. Turn the damn thing on. Yeah. <laughs> you have to know what button to press. Oh. You know, I, you know, Richard. Richard, I think touched on it. it was the, the but, size? But, but, the make, no, no, no. I'm going to say my piece before I forget. Damn it! No, no, no. I was telling Richard to put my toy back. Oh, <laughs> is it? Break. Is it the size? You know, the, the it's like they 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 blew up the detail as well, right? So the detail is big. So from a distance, it looks okay, but as you get close, it loses its uh, way to draw you in. Well, you know, do you know what I'm saying? You know, it's like it's like taking a, a a model, right? It's a model of a ship or something that's got lots of detail on it, and as you blow it up, the detail gets big as well and stops becoming detail. Well, I think one needs to take a look at is how much is the acreage inside the berm of both parks. That'll tell you. What's yeah, I mean that would that would give you a good idea because we we have you know our Indiana Jones outside the berm. Right. Our uh, our mansion outside the berm. Our pirates outside the berm. Uh, our small world outside the berm. Toontown outside the berm. <laughs> I mean, there is a lot of our park that goes outside the berm. You don't notice. You it. don't know it. You don't because know it on all those attractions. Buildings. Correct. The facade and the entrance is inside the berm, but the show buildings are outside. Correct. Correct. So, um, yes, that is something you don't see. But, you know, I'm showing Richard right now we're on Google Earth. There is a significant amount of backstage area similar to what we have at Disneyland. There's a little bit there. This is all undeveloped back here. You know, with Google Earth, you can put one of those tools and measure the distance of the track. 
yes, you could. If you, I was really that concerned about it. Okay. Um, so, but, all right. You, well, that, you would close the magic. Yes. Would, would you <laughs> screw everybody? Make them come to California. I, I, I can't. I can't picture closing. Okay, anything. you have to. The I have to close says, something. And you could. Well, it says you could. Um, A future but I, we're saying you have well, to. Well, I, I, I'm okay. For if our rules, have you have to. to. Okay, I, I'm going to agree with you, Greg. That my first choice. Would I be, said it might be one of my choices. My my first choice would be probably going for uh, the studio over at Paris, but having never been there, I can't say anything. So from the places I do know, I would have to say goodbye to uh, Disney Studios over in Florida. You guys are taking the easy way out. I well, I I, I might go as much as saying goodbye to Hong Kong. Well, again, there's a place you haven't been yet. Yeah, we can't. I think, yeah. uh, I think the thing about Hong Kong is, and I've heard this said more than once, it's Disneyland in 1955. Yeah. Give it time. It'll be uh, like Disneyland 1980. Well, <laughs> it depends if they spend any money. Uh, what's the other water park? Not Blizzard Beach, but... Typhoon uh, Lagoon. Okay, I'm cool. that theme park. Oh, that's a water park. I, guess I wouldn't I consider that. that a theme park. <laughs> it says Disney Parks and Resorts close at future Disney Parks. So I guess that qualifies, but... Uh, That's not really what we were thinking. I'd still go with the studio. Actually, I've been to both, and I prefer Typhoon Lagoon to Blizzard Beach. Really? Yeah. Why? Just out of curiosity. And probably because I had a better time at Typhoon Lagoon than Blizzard well, Beach. Blizzard was the, fir- the Blizzard was the first one I went to, um, and I went to Typhoon the next trip. I don't know. I like that big drop at Blizzard... Yeah, I like the, the whole snow thing. The, I like uh, the theming idea, but Typhoon Lagoon's Lazy River is better than the one at uh, Blizzard Beach. To me, a lazy uh, river's a lazy river if you can lay in the tube and go yeah, around. Yeah, but, you know, it's it's the environment that you're in. The I, whole, I, whole uh, and how you know, and how surf uh, wave machine thing was kind of cool. And, the swimming with the shark thing's kind of cool. The theming's nice. I don't know why. Blizzard Beach just hit me, and I liked it, and... I you think, know, I think Blizzard Beach is more thrill ride kind of a place than Blizzard. Yeah, Blizzard I think is you know geared towards the thrill seekers, and Typhoon Lagoon's geared geared towards the <laughs> you know. It could the, be the other side. I, that's just that's just an impression I got from. Isn't there that water coaster? I forgot what it's called. Cr- uh, yeah, yeah. There's a there's that there is a new coast. Uh, you know, water attraction at Typhoon Lagoon that's supposed to be a, you know a thrill ride. I just that that was the vacation where after getting off of um, uh, Everest, I could barely walk. So when we went to um, uh, Typhoon Lagoon, I wasn't feeling that well. But after going around in the warm, lazy river. I was feeling pretty good by the end of the day, but I didn't Very want to nice take my company. chance on, um, you know, some of the, um, you know, the wilder yeah. things, I guess, about that place. But anyways, All right, so I think both, I'm so still going to go. Yeah, I'm still going to go, I believe, with the uh, studio because it's got some decent attractions, but I think overall the park is a place, not unlike DCA, where, you're, you know, you had a lot of eating and shopping options. And not a lot of attractions, and they haven't done, in my opinion, much to the park. They've stripped the park down, i.e., they took out the tour. They, they uh, yeah, they they've dumbed down the back lot tour to a point of, you know, it's not really a working studio anymore. The animation building is, yeah, retarded. I mean, yeah, yeah it's I'm, it, you know, now what caveat I would put on this is there are a few things I would save and move to another park. 
because you know I run the parks according yeah. to this, this line in the email. I'd want to save Tower of Terror and Star Tours. No, you won't want to save no, Star Tours. No, no, no. Why Star would you Terror. save Tower of Terror just because theirs is different? Well, if, what I'm you got gonna, if I'm running the if I'm running the parks and in Florida I had to decide to close one park, I would close that park. And I, I think, think only save that because rock and roller coaster, quite frankly, can be anything. It can be another dark coaster somewhere else. I'll put in the Mount Fuji at Epcot and put a dark coaster in there um, and satisfy my loss of rock and roller and, and coaster. And use the same launch. Yeah, yeah, Japanese speed metal. Japanese speed metal. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> but. Um, I think Terror, Terror is a worthy attraction that could find, or um, how, how about you know, like Tower of Terror Two? Maybe it's something, it's something else. Maybe at Epcot with a future land. Oh, you okay, know, like but you Saudi know, Saudi Russian construction, the <laughs> towers are falling. Who knows? You know, they, uh, you know, they themed Tower of Terror to look like it belongs to Morocco, right? From from that certain angle. Sure. Just, just pick it up and suck it closer to Epcot, so it's part of the Moroccan pavilion. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but overall, I don't think that park has enough to offer to want to save it. I, I hear you. I think DCA's really got, and with its expansion plans, it's going to have more to offer. It's going to oh, be, yeah. it's gonna be shit. It. So, I mean, it's still going to have some holes in the park, I think. But in general, I think the park's going to be much improved. And uh, I, we'll I think that whole Cars Land is going to really, really... Oh, uh, it's rock. All right, moving on. So I okay. think we've, yeah, think we've done that one. That. Yeah. Not as long as I thought it would be. What tours at Disneyland are worth it? Uh, by the way, backstage magic behind our steam trains and around the world at Epcot on a Segway at Walt Disney World were totally worth every penny. Now, I've taken them behind the steam trains. Absolutely would suggest that to train buffs and non-train buffs because if you like Disney and backstage stuff, it's got that aspect. Plus, the trains are cool. I have not done the backstage magic, but when Richard and I went out in '86, they couldn't have done much better than the backstage magic we got <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that back was then. Cool. You know, in the utilidors, in the central control room, all that kind of stuff. That was a lot of fun. Um, I'd like to do the Segway tour in Florida. That sounds like a lot of fun. So at Disneyland, quite honestly, I have not taken any of the tours because, quite frankly, having worked there and been in every door and behind everything, I. And hearing all the trash talk about or the, Matterhorn. Or the you know, worthless bad information they give. Oh, that, that's what I mean. The, 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 the basketball court, yeah. the, the this and that. You know, it's having, like, having played that basketball Yeah, exactly. Court. You know, it's, it, well, yeah, that half court at best. You, you kind of just like, yeah, why, why do these? So I can't recommend one. I, I hear a lot of good things about Inwalt's footsteps, but... There, yeah, there's 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 a couple of good tours I could recommend for Disneyland. Um, we there's the Segway tour. Unless you want to drive a Segway, that's 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 all you're going to do. You're just going to so drive. That, that's the hook. Is that's the, the hook is to go drive a Segway, and you're going to be going through uh, DCA. Yeah, you don't go through Disneyland. You're just through DCA. So that one. I don't know how much they charge, but I, I probably wouldn't go for that one. But it's like you can rent a Segway across the street by the Ramada Inn. So if you just yeah, want to try one if out, you just want to try one out. Yeah. But, but they, you know, they give you the whole thing. It's like a two-hour tour that you go driving around. Only a two-hour? Yeah, because we don't want to do a three-hour <laughs> tour. Might never come back from that one. Um, but there is a backstage magic that is occasionally offered. I think it's through uh, Adventures by Disney, 
where Adventures by Disney is hugely expensive. Yeah, it is yes. very expensive. It looks like it'd be great. I mean, they, it's, it's like going to Florida with, you know, topping the, the Magical Express. Just, I mean, ultimate concierge. You leave this hotel. Well, you, I hope you pack your own bags, but they take your bags to the next location. You've got yeah. concierge tours. There. I mean, I, it's, a, it's a way I'd like to travel if I ever get a job and have money again. There's there's two different backstage tours. One one is kind of a generic one that they bring you into Disneyland before we open up. Whoopee. You get to go see a couple things, and that's and you get to see a couple of the offices. That's about it. Whoopee. But the Adventures by Disney, they actually do take you to some places. But they don't you have you to be to, doing the whole travel with the Adventures by you Disney? You have to travel with. You have okay, to go so it's not something package. you could walk up on a Monday morning and right. say, hey, I want to do that tour. No, because that's right. part no, of the travel. Be, you okay. have to be part of the whole thing. They... Uh, I've, the ones I've watched, they have taken them out to the roundhouse to see uh, the steam trains and the monorails because um, Florida, I have to take a look at the picture up there. I'm not sure Florida has the double-decker roundhouse like we have here. It's two, but they don't take you. When you do the, the steam train tour, you can see it up there, but they won't let you go up there. They actually let you go up on the on the ones that I've seen. And then they take you over to uh, the Circle D Ranch and landscaping. And those are the two backstage areas that you get to go into. You don't get to go too much. But, I mean, still, if you're not used to the whole backstage routine of Disney. Yeah, you know, for for people who have never been backstage, yes. But you could, okay, I I can do that same tour for $11. Okay. Park in the parking structure and look East. <laughs> yes. Go up to the sixth floor. <laughs> right. Look east, bring your ca- long camera lens or your binoculars, and then drive on a harbor for free and look over at the roundhouse. Look over house. the roundhouse, yeah. yeah. But, but, in the, but you don't get to walk through the no, roundhouse. No, but if your you car broke down right there on the five and you had some uh, wire cutters with you, you could go right through the fence and that, check that, it out. That has been tried before. Yes, I know. And, and it has <laughs> failed before, too. All right, so um, okay, there's there's all right. So in the interest yeah. of you know knowing sort of what we're talking about, there's four official tours available at the Disneyland Resort. Okay, and there's, they are there's the Walk and Waltz Footsteps Tour, which I've heard good things about. Yeah, okay. I've heard a, that one actually gets you a peek in the apartment, doesn't I'll it? I'll read to you what yeah, it says they, 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 yeah, about the Walk and Waltz Footsteps Tour. It says, quite frankly, if you've never been to the apartment and it gets you in the apartment, I would pay the money. Just to, Just do, to that. do that. Yeah. No, it's no big deal once you see it. You can say you've been there. Okay, take yeah. a guided tour through Disneyland Park to fully understand the vision, challenges, hard work, and excitement that went into creating everything we associate with the name and the man, Walt Disney. Lots of fun facts and trivia. A ride on the Disneyland Railroad. Hear Walt Disney talk about Disney, Disneyland Park in his own words. A unique visit to the first... Thought he was dead. <laughs> a unique visit to the first attraction at Disneyland Park featuring audio animatronics, which is the Tiki Room. A peek at the lobby of the exclusive members only Club 33. Enjoy a private lunch on Main Street USA, the land pattern after Walt's ideal version of a small town America, and exclusive collectible Walk and Walt's footsteps pin. Three and a half hours, fifty nine dollars. Actually, a sixty dollar tour. That's not bad. That's not bad, and you get to hear all the trivia stories this, in the back. Yeah, or is that much? Kind of I think they give you a headset. This tour um, not recommended for small children. Okay, so that's I, cool. I know the behind the steams tour, we got a headset so we could hear the guy because he wasn't always like right next to you. 
So he yeah, had a little well, microphone all, on and he transmitted to all, the headset. All the tours, all the tours yeah, have that's that. Nice. Now. Your regular uh, tours from City okay, Hall. Okay, without going in too much depth, was there one that got you in the apartment when you were scanning through there? None of them said anything about okay, getting so the apartment. Okay. So what, so what are the other three? Yeah, what are the Don't give three us now. the whole description. No, no, no. Okay, so you had the Segway tour at DCA, uh, three hours, hundred bucks. Oh, it is a three-hour tour. Ninety-nine dollars. Okay. Uh, let's see. Disco- the Discover the Magic tour, which is kind mm-hmm. of like a treasure hunt. Discovery, uh, sharpening your sleuthing skills, work with your family. You get to go on six attractions. Uh, receive a delicious frozen treat, uh, and well, your uh, tongue will to it. And your entire family works together to save the day and have a fun-filled experience. Ten a.m., two and a half hours. Friday, Saturday, Sundays, fifty-nine dollars for the first two, forty-nine dollars for each yeah, additional. Well, you know, if you were Will and Shannon uh, and had some tween kids that really were into that, Disney, that, that might be. That, that, that I think would be. I, I think yeah. this would be fun. I'd, I'd probably take my kids on this. At, you your know, kids in might a couple like years. It. Yeah. And then the last one was the Welcome to Disneyland tour. Uh, learn fascinating information, that the priority seating. Oh, that would be correct. <laughs> <laughs> Discover great tips and journey through both DCA and Disneyland. Um, we weren't going to do the whole time. Pri- oh, okay, priority seating, uh, stage shows, or an amazing parade. <laughs> <laughs> if there uh, is an amazing parade, utilize Fast Pass with expert instruction and receive two bonus Fast Pass tickets. Expert instruction. <laughs> what has the world come to? Two and a half hours, twenty five bucks ahead. That's this the cheapest one and the longest one. That might not be too bad. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, okay, maybe there's so. a tour you might like. Okay. Should castle parks, quote unquote, serve alcohol? I already said that. No, excluding Club Thirty in. Exclusive <coughs> Club 33. We don't talk about that. That's a club. Um, Exclusive Club. Actually, I, I, agree, I agree with Richard. Say, oh, really? I, I would actually say in a limited capacity, and what I mean by that... One beer truck? Make, no, 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 no. No beer trucks. Wine. We, Let him finish. No, okay. No, no wine so you can put your pinky out when you're drinking. <laughs> um, certain select restaurants would offer... Uh, you know, wine or beer with dinner. You know, I.e. Mm, let's, let's just bayou, take the magic bayou, take, maybe. Well, the bayou maybe at the Magic Kingdom, uh, King Stefan's dining. I'm sorry, um, that stupid princess dining thing now in the castle. Um, uh, maybe the uh, Liberty Tree Tavern, and maybe and, and maybe in the Liberty Sam Tree Adam Tavern. Dale. Yeah, well, something a little more authentic to the day, which might be really bad <laughs> to our taste today. But, um, <laughs> You know, here at Disneyland, yeah, I think any sit-down restaurant at either park. Oh, he said Castle. So, um, yeah, Blue Bayou. Short of the Blue Bayou, I can't think of anywhere else in the park that's controlled enough. Maybe Cafe, Cafe Orleans. Orleans. Yeah, maybe those two. And that would be it, yeah. Well, I, I, they I'd share say, the yeah. same kitchen, right? Or, uh, yeah. Or the uh, also um, oh, Main Street Celebration restaurant in the back. Uh, <sighs> No, because I think it'd be too easy to walk away with it. These are more controlled environments where you have it there. Yeah, because you're sitting at a table. They bring the glass. They bring the bottle. Maybe, whatever. Uh, you know. Main Street. Uh, what's the Main Street one? The Cafe Carna- Orleans. Cafe Ca- Main Street. Carnation. I mean, Cafe Carnation means Cafe Carnation <laughs> Cafe. Thank you. Uh, oh, goodness gracious. Your horn. Um, yes. Carnation Cafe. Yes. Yeah, I think maybe something like that. Yeah. So I personally, okay. I could do something like that. I I, I can see that. But I just you, kind you of like agree having, to disagree. But I, I, I can, you can see, see, I can that. see your point. But I would still like to just keep them dry. 
Okay. Especially now that uh, uh, in Disneyland's case, you know, it's, it's a short walk across the Esplanade if you really need to get your drink on. Well, that or the downtown Disney. I mean, either way, you could trip somewhere and get a drink. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, last off uh, from Chad, that is. <laughs> What's the best kept Disney secret at Disneyland or Walt Disney World? <laughs> and don't <laughs> say it's the timeshare. I'm and definitely that, not going to say the timeshare. That was about to come out of my yes. mouth, too. They really need to change that slogan because, kept you know, everybody knows. Every, every five feet, you got another sign that has hey, What's the best kept secret? Timeshare. Our Canadian pal pulled the trigger on DVC. I know him. He has not answered me for which one and if it was DVC by resale or not. Oh. So. I've been trying to find um, out because personally, I don't think I would. I know a lot of people say it's worked out for them. I don't know if I would pay. And I think we've discussed this. Retail. Yeah. No, Disney, I wouldn't re- no. At the newest one. But moving on. Um, uh, best, best kept, kept secret. secret at Disneyland. Or, let's go Disneyland first. And we'll exclude DCA because he, sus- sus- he said Disneyland. Now, Correct. Disney World, it's a wider thing. Disneyland. I'm not. It didn't say R next to it. It's not the resort. It's okay. Disneyland. Okay. Well, we'll go with this rule. I gotta um, say, Club Thirty Three. But well, that's not, not a secret. That's not. A, but to a lot of people, I think there's far more people than you would imagine that have no clue that's up there. Well, and, or and that know there's something, but they don't know where. In that same vein, I'd say Blue Bayou, because you know how many people I've heard cruising by, by uh, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a boat on pirates and going. What's that? Is that fine dining? What goes on over there? You know, and and what is that? How and do I, I get there? And unlike Richard, I keep my mouth shut <laughs> and don't intrude <laughs> and don't intrude I, on their vacation and tell them, "Oh, that's a freaking restaurant." Yes, <laughs> take I know. a left Richard, when you get off the ride, and it's right there. Richard has a hard time separating when his name tag is off yeah. and when it's on. he is not like a sworn police officer who is technically always armed on duty. And ready to go. Yeah. Um, uh, not like a retired no. uh, admiral off, or general who is technically clock, never I'm retired. Clock. I'm, I'm oh, both. Bull, bull, bull. Okay, for the for the other emailer coming up, <laughs> bullshit. Uh, okay, uh, I don't know. I, I, Club Thirty Three is really the only. Oh, I know. Here's a best kept secret. A lot of people don't know about this. The trains, and not the trains itself, but if you're at Main Street, you can ask to ride with the engineer. Only in, I think, two specific engines. You can ride... Because they have room. Willing, yeah. They have room. You, you can ride um, with the engineers, but you have to do a full trip all the way back to Main Street. Or the Lily Bell, of course, which a lot of people don't know that now. I guess now all you got to do is raise your hand and ask. There was a day when you had to have yeah, it permission was, from on high. It, but, it was still owned by the uh, family through Retlaw. Oh, is that the reason? That was the reason. It was still owned by the family, same okay. as the apartment. You had to get permission. Well, I gotta say, I rode it on it when it was hard to get in. Yes, yeah, so it's here. a little I more special to me in those days yeah, than the I, I tramps that oh, okay. ride. Into- okay, well, in that in that vein, you can always ask to ride up in the wheelhouse on the Mark I was Twain. Add that the to the Mar- yeah, that's true. And Twain. you can get. And you do get they still give the certificate? They still give a certificate on. A, I asked for that in Florida, pilot. and she looked at me funny. Like, what the hell are you talking? You asked exactly. for a certificate, or you asked to ride up in the wheelhouse? No, I. I Asked to ride in the wheelhouse, when, which she said was okay. She made me wait. When I went up there, I, I said, like, Disneyland, they have these little, like, pilot, pilots. Pilot. Yeah. She had no idea, but she gave me. You know, that was during the years of a gazillion whatever yeah. And um, yeah. she gave me some little thing that, you know, your day has been made magical. So, you know, <laughs> some little thing that she signed. Um, but it wasn't the steam pilot's license like you yeah. get here at, at now, Disneyland. Now, if you, you know, if you go on the Mark Twain... And you go in the wheelhouse, and before you climb the stairs up in the wheelhouse, and you see the captain's bed there, 
<laughs> don't don't, yeah. don't yeah. let your eyes linger and do not let your imagination run wild because it cannot yeah. it'll pale in comparison to what actually has probably happened on that mattress yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. and also the uh, mid deck room on the uh, oh the lower level back, of the on the mid deck above the engineer's compartment oh. on the mark uh, quite been a in few stories got back in there too yeah that's camera. not that's not quite as exciting because it's pretty wide well it depends on what you're can you excitement as a, is. as a public well, as a member of the public? Is. Can you get there? Can you get in there as a member yeah, yeah, of the public? Yeah, you can walk right through it. It looks like a little bar area. No, that's you can't. One, that's the one no, you're no, talking I'm about. talking about all the way to the stern of the boat. Oh, that it's that little storage room that's oh, above okay, the engineer's okay, compartment. Okay, okay, I, that's also has a cot in there. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, but at least okay. the one in the wheelhouse is you know themed and looks like you know like captain's corner. Yeah. Okay, so what's your best kept secret, Richard? Oh, geez, I think the you know, you kind of taking them all away. The one I would kind of say is it's not so much as a best kept secret. It's the one that it's actually the comparison between the two parks. Everybody comes to Disneyland and asks about the tunnels, the utilidors at Disneyland. And those aren't at Disneyland. Those are only at World. Why would the general public come to you and ask you for the utilidors? They always come in so and they ask not about open all the tunnels them. in there. They want to know okay. about the best kept secrets of Disneyland, and they want to see, hear all about the tunnels there. Okay, they, there are no okay. tunnels they, they, in Disneyland. They, yes, there are. Well, with a couple minor exceptions. There's one it, big, fairly big tunnel. A couple minor exceptions when you compare it to Florida. Well, yeah, Florida's built on a labyrinth of connecting tunnels. Yeah, everything yeah. everything that's public accessible in Florida is you know the second story. Yes. <laughs> it's so the second floor. I guess in some sense, you were what you're saying is people want to know what goes. Not necessarily the that they know that Florida's full of utilidors. Is they want to know what goes underground at Disneyland? At Disneyland, and okay. Not much. It's all sand all right, well, underground. Well, you're you're hopeless for a best kept secret. Okay. I don't know. I you know you, yeah, obviously you, you don't. You, you got so, the good ones there on the train and on the steamboat. <laughs> Walt I can't Disney think of World. What Mike? Would Wait a you, second. What Mike? What, what would you say is your best kept secret? He did. He said the wheelhouse. The, the wheelhouse. Okay. Were you not? Participating in that? No, no that was just. A, I, yeah, I thought that was just a continuation fan- of what. No, you had that fantasy about that little room in the back. <laughs> See, I, I told you, don't let your mind linger. Okay. <laughs> now, Walt Disney World, no much. You know, forty-three. I don't know if there's still forty-three square miles since they keep selling land. Off. Little chunks of it. I, I think the chunks they've sold actually are drops in the bucket. Oh, the, yeah, over on the larger scale, it is, but it still amazes me that they have sold. A few, some off a few parcels here and there, yeah. Um, and Walt himself so, worked so hard to get his hands. That's on. right. He counted just like in the movie. One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> okay. Uh, in Florida, what would you consider? And he said Walt Disney World, so he's not narrowing it down to the Magic God. Kingdom or anywhere. What would you say if you really had to think about it? Is a best kept secret. Now remember, try to take yourself out of the world of. All the people you talk to in the DPN who listen to the podcast. Well, maybe some podcast listeners are okay because they're necessarily not as in tuned as the DFs that we um, generally hang around with. Encounter quite a bit. So, you know, if you were to say. Um, Average Joe on the street coming well, in. Well, if you were going to say Ohana's or Boma's to a lot of our listeners, I'd say, ah, everybody knows that. But the average guy probably wouldn't. There was a post on the DPN a couple of days ago. Um, by Joel from the Mandarin Mouse TV about a guy and his wife from Oregon who was going out for something called a great piggy bank hunt or open something at Epcot, some 
some thing that was organized, and he asked to stay another day by his company. So they said, fine, the second day's on you, your flight you'll never get a pay for. We can delay it a day, but you have to pay for your own hotel, your own meals on the second day. Okay. okay. So here's a guy who has no clue about Disney World. Um, well, they went in nice clothes. He packed light. There's another thing. He packed light. This guy is like a money investor, thrifty guy. You know, you make money because you don't spend your money. That you know, you, okay. you go on the deep and all this. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a good way. Well, wherever they have the event in Epcot, they came out and it's pouring rain. Well, first thing he complains about is he's going to ruin his shoes, and he didn't bring anything <laughs> else with him. He's going to ruin his nice clothes. He didn't really bring anything else with him. Okay, so first I'm thinking dumb shit. You know, didn't really think enough. Goes to Florida without, yeah. Well, he ended up spending, you know, his one day that cut cost him like five or six hundred dollars because he ended up having to buy a rain jacket. He bought some Crocs. He bought, you know, had a meal or two, which cost 30, 40 bucks each. You know, so the the, the ticker just kept going up and up and up. He soaked from the rain because he only had a rain jacket on, no, no poncho. So he can't get on the plane all wet. So he has to buy some new shorts, you know. And that ticker just okay. keeps going up. So here's this is the kind of person I'm talking about. Your average tourist, not the people in the know. So saying something like Boma's best kept secret is not, I don't think, out of line. Because a lot of people don't know that these really great restaurants exist, if that's your thing to eat. You know, which a lot of people seem to, oh, to like. Oh, goodness. See, that, at that point, we might have to split it into, you know, in Disney World, you know, eating and other things. I, um. Because, you know, and you also don't know, when you say the average tourist, does, does the average tourist really go for the experience? I mean, does the average tourist, is he amazed by, say, staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge and looking out of his balcony and seeing animals right there, giraffes and whatnot, yeah, zebras? It's, it's all opinion. You know, if you like beer, I might say go to Big River at the boardwalk yeah, yeah, and get the sampler. The beer sampler is pretty cool. And I'm just, I guess I'm whining that it's hard to pick a secret without knowing... Yeah, he gave us a pretty general question, and um, you know, if, it's going to be hard to satisfy a DF with the best kept secret because they all know it. Yeah, okay. Let's spin it a little bit to say something that okay. Well, the three of us here, we all go and we have separate agendas. I complain that you guys spend all that money and don't do things because of stupid excuses. Oh, the kids were tired. Oh, the wife didn't like it. Oh, you know, whatever jerk-off excuse you've got. So when you go to you, what's the thing that it's like, not everybody does this, but we love to do it every time because, and that be kind of becomes your best-kept secret, you like to do this every time because, and that's kind of, to you, that is the big secret, right? Or that's the big okay. Great okay. thing. How's that? Does that help you narrow it That's down? A little, yeah, yeah. Okay. So now, Rick or Mike, what would you consider one of those got to do to you that's, if you were going to suggest to your neighbor who never goes to Disney World, they're going to go on their first trip, and because you know you like it, and if they just went, they would skip it because they wouldn't know any better, what would you tell them? Okay. For, for dining, you know, I'm going to leave the dining one alone because there's too many to choose from, right? Um, but this may sound a little on the corny side, but I would advise them to truly explore uh, the the in, uh, offerings at Innoventions. <laughs> I mean, when you, yeah, you know, because that's the place I skip through or I go through for air but, conditioning. But so, so you, but so you presented it. What do we do like to do as the family, right? Well, 
no, take, no, no. I, take, I, I, I that, totally understand. That point yeah. made it easy because, you know, the last time we, we did the waste management truck game, which was actually a lot of fun. <laughs> was it? Okay. Yeah. No, see, this is perfect. That's a, to you, that's a, a thing that pro- I've never done it. I've walked through interventions going, this is no communicore. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it looks yeah. like a, a video games. It doesn't. You know, granted, Communicore had that build your own roller coaster, which was really primitive and cool in the well, day. I, I like the Satellite um, Central. Oh, Satellite there. Central was very cool. Um, so to you, that that's a thing that is a good family thing to do. It's probably a fairly well-kept secret because I bet you there's a, a, a lot of people in our, in our immediate groups that don't even know that or have done okay. that. Okay, Interventions West had a, had a ride of Segway thing. Yeah. And they took uh, groups of like uh, 10 at a time. I had to wait for that. That 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 took like forty five minutes out of my day. I had something similar at Disneyland. To, to wait, up at events and to wait for Robert to ride a Segway, yeah. yeah. Uh, but otherwise, all the other stuff the uh, you know the um, the fire so the were, fire in the house the hurricane in the house, uh, but that's on the east side. So uh, you know if, if they were going to go to Epcot, there's other than that. You know, it's kind of like God. Uh, See what you see. You'll like some things you won't. I can't really tell you something that stands out. Or, you know, if they were going to go to the Magic Kingdom, just, you know, you know, there's, there's nothing that they probably wouldn't discover on their own that you think is worth the extra. And I, I, this is your one thing, but I, that's kind of how I'm – so to you, that was a thing, a good family fun thing that a lot of people might skip. And you're saying, yeah. don't skip it. And- go in there and – have fun with your kids. And then on top of that, at Epcot, it also, I would also advise people to explore the backsides of the countries. Go, yeah. in, go into the pavilions and try to get lost in there because there's some really neat stuff going on. You know, that, that's a funny thing because this guy also commented that Epcot was a place to eat and shop, something that he doesn't spend a lot of money on, if any, uh, and generally he eats cheap and he doesn't buy trinkets. So he's walking yeah. around the World Showcase going... What the fuck? I don't get what it. What did he want to do honest. at that point? I, you know, where is this? I, I, you, know, you need to look up Joel, um, post he, by Joel in the last couple of days. It was a thing, something of, something about travel at Disney World. Um, anyway, so while you're looking for that, Richard, well, what what is the thing that you would, you know, tell your neighbor? Now, you have one neighbor that's a that's a pretty big Disney geek. and uh, they, 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 uh, and I get all my information from them. They know more <laughs> now than that's I do. pretty bad. A Disney cast member that's getting bad. information well, from his neighbor. But, but that, yeah, that, that's, but that's the absolute truth. But you're so out of no. tune with Disney yeah. half the time. Um, no, so I was, I was getting into exactly what Mike kind of mentioned in there is the exploration part of it. Uh, you know, my first thing is that the, the absolute have to do is automatically, uh, American journeys, but also the other okay. have to, uh-huh. Is the Circle Vision films over at Canada and China? So yeah, people might skip those because they say, "Oh, it's a film." It well, not ju- not just it's a film, but they're also, especially like Canada, it's tucked in the back. You have to go through that pavilion, and it doesn't. It might say Circle Vision on a small sign, but you don't notice that yeah. it's an entire attraction. I have to people agree that the, the Canada one. I mean, I know it's there, but nothing is really drawing you to go back there you know they Except need some more it's really nice scenery they going need back some more buck tooth you know um, <laughs> racist uh, uh, profile uh, yeah, buck tooth <laughs> and uh plaid wearing uh <laughs> girls in shirt skirts or something to draw people but, back there but that's that's kind of the same that i'm trying to think of, speci- uh, yeah, of a specific ex- example going back to disneyland i know i asked you Don't. to do something that you would do but remember probably 98.9 percent of the public do not spelunk and explore like you do. So, well, that's what I'm saying is don't ever take anything at face value. There is a lot more when you go 
into those, you know, go into those back roads, those back alleys. They're not just there for, you know, to get our cars on and off sta- on uh, off the stage area. They're there for a specific purpose. Okay, but when it says cast member only, that means cast yeah, that means cast only. member only. Okay. Don't go back into those areas. <laughs> oh, geez, the restrooms over at uh, Town Square next to the Bank of Main Street in Disneyland. Oh yeah, they, people. They, 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 well, <laughs> they just poured the concrete, so there's they're still back in stud and black paper back in there. They just poured the concrete in there. We still have people going back behind the construction wall. They see, oh, there's no restroom, so they just urinate against the side of the bank building. What? Nice. Yeah. Oh, that was a story I forgot to tell the character breakfast guys. They asked me like bizarre things I've seen. And I still I still remember the kid, our friend Mark, my uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> haunted mansion where they lifted the kid up by the, the uh, tombstones to take a whiz. <laughs> crying all the way up, oh, crying all the way God. down. That was embarrassing um, both for me uh, just over my dead body. Okay, so you're you're like you're like Mike a little bit. Explore, uh, step I, back into. Yeah, areas. because I still have people at Disneyland going. Well, what is there to see? Well, you know, I'll be standing in. I had I literally had a person this last week. I'm standing in front of the Star Trader shop inside Tomorrowland, pretty much the middle of Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. Where you got, and they go, well, what is there here to do? Well, what would you like to do? Well, I don't see anything in here to do. Well, right over here, you have Space Mountain, which is a you know, roller coaster you have right next to it. You have uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Right down here, you have Star Tours. You have was, Well, what is there to do? Don't take things at face value. So many people come in, and they, you're talking about your average tourist. They come in, and they're thinking this is going to be an amusement park. The roller coasters are going to be all out in the open, uh, like a Six Flags park. Uh, your little... Whirly Diggy is going to be saying whatever. <laughs> you're, you're what? <laughs> you're really, dirty. Your Whirly Diggy is going to be out there. Whirly Diggy. Okay. But, but watching don't, porn again. Uh, don't don't just look at everything at at Disneyland. Everything at Florida okay, so is there it, for it, a purpose. You're saying There's the best kept secret is. is explore. Explore. Okay. All right. That that's not too bad, I guess. Um. I'm going to go on the dining route because I think the average person that goes doesn't think far enough ahead about dining and the the great possibilities. I think people in general will find most of the good attractions. I think they're pretty well in your face to see. Yeah, I think Canada is I think is an exception where you might pass it. As could be China. You know, you could easily walk up there and still not realize there's something in there. Besides, you know, the the shop and the show out front. Yeah, I mean, it's, yes. Okay, and like you're saying, yeah, sometimes it's not obvious there's something in there because it's a big building. Um, but I would say dining, in a lot of ways, is the best-kept secret because even when you book, they don't always warn you, would you like me to book a, a, a reservation for you? And most people are thinking... Now, why no. would I need to do that? You know? Yeah, yeah. At, at that point, the person say, "Yeah, you really want us to do this yeah. now because when you yeah. get there, you're going to be screwed." Yeah, they, they don't <laughs> tell you enough that how how popular dining is. And if now if dining's not your thing and you just like fast food and you don't care, well, that's a whole other thing. Then I would probably be more uh, in tune to, to what some of you guys might say. Though I might say, you know, one of the original designs of Florida's uh, resort was that it was more of a resort than Disneyland. Though Disneyland became a resort early in its days, uh, I'd say as early as when Florida resort was a resort, it's a well, different type of resort. You, you um, had, you had uh, within a year, you had the 
hotel resort. Right. It was a resort-style hotel that Rather built. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, out there, you were an isolated resort. It's almost yeah. like going you know, to Arizona, to some of these golf club resorts. Yeah. Your whole time is spent there. Some people in, can do this in Vegas. I can't. They can go to the Mandalay Bay Resort and never leave for a week. In I Vegas? Have, what? No way. Really? Oh, I, I know a lot of oh, people that go. Of, yeah. They go to one hotel, whatever hotel it is they go. They use the pool there. They eat there. They gamble there. That's like, the only place. They yeah, go. there was a lot of times when we went when we were still bowling when we were going at the Orleans. They said, "Why do we want to leave? It has everything we have. We got a couple different restaurants. We got the movie theaters. We got the casinos. Why do we want to leave?" Yeah, okay, that I can understand. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, so in that sense, um, I'm going to say that for the average person, you know, dining, there's some great restaurants that. And, and don't and think outside the box. They're not all in the parks. The hotels have some of the well, best. Uh, you yeah. right there at Disneyland. Yep, yep. You guys stay inside. No, the park. I say, I'm at Walt Disney World. Oh, oh or I'm Disney sorry. World. Yes. Okay, that's what I say. But if you're not the dining person, I was going to say the reason I got on the resort thing was there are other things to do at the resort. I mean, the first two times I went to the resort, there was only the Magic Kingdom, and five days at the Magic Kingdom. Before there was a big thunder, before there was a splash mountain, you could do the Magic Kingdom in a day, two days max, and do everything once. And then you start your repeating. So we found the water sports, especially those little water sprites out in the yeah. in Bay Lake. Um, so well, even try 80s. some of those things. You've got water skiing, you've got parasailing, you've got the little speedboats. Even 86, when we were out there and we had Epcot Center, we spent a couple of days at Manchikino, a couple of days at Epcot Center. We went down to the Cape, and we spent a lot of time right. out we're, there in Bay Lake. We're talking about Disney's best-kept secret. So, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I sincerely doubt Disney. Cape Canaveral is <laughs> Disney's no, best-kept I'm, I'm, I'm secret. Saying, I'm saying it's changed a lot from even yeah, 86. Yeah. yeah, and 86 still, true. So there are other things to do to enjoy yourself at the resort. So that, that would, my best kept secret, I think would be those other things that people who come in, just, they go to the parks. They think it's like a, you know, uh, uh, gotta go to the park every day. There's some park I got to get to every day. Oh, I, I can go out in those little boats. I, I can water ski. I can, I can, you do can this. I can do, you can golf. You can go um, uh, do race cars. Uh, yeah. Richard yeah. Petty. You've got a lot of money. You can do some of those. So that is my answer. And, uh, cheers, Chad from Disney interactive studios. Believe it or not, this is a Disney employee asking these questions. Um, so thank Sweet. you, Chad, for the email. That's a good email. Took a little more time than I thought it would. So let's move up to... Oh, my gosh, yeah. Want to go to... Uh, time. Oh, I'm screwed. Okay, hello. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. First I want to ask, is there any good Disneyland podcast out there? What, what the fuck are we? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you're listening to one right now. <laughs> I mostly find Disney World podcasts. Yeah, that is true. It is heavily dominated by Disney World. And a few that I find have stopped broadcasting besides WTTM. Wait, wait. WTTM is still bright. The, the way that's worded, it makes it sound like... And the few that I find have stopped broadcasting yes. besides uh, WTTM. So if you... Well, I know it's, forget it's, the, I say it's yeah. a poorly constructed sentence, but he's saying that WTTM is still on the air and those other Disneyland ones are gone. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember other than, okay, we had Brad bringing Disneyland home, but he just does video um, with a little voice over here and there. And us, 
Uh, Imaginary My Way covers some Disneyland stuff. Or At the Main Street Cinema covers or, some Disneyland stuff. Political Gestures doesn't, but, doesn't. It's, a good, but it's a good podcast. Or. Uh, <laughs> okay. um, I'm trying to think out there. What um, did Laughing Place do? Disneyland? I don't know if they still are. They still in the air? That the first Laughing Place was a, a horrible train wreck, in my opinion. Um, I don't. Yeah, you maybe you know we might be the only one that that On covers more. I mean, that actually talk about Disneyland. I mean, yeah, I don't. Well, I'm having a hard time thinking. D, the big D, but again, video. His single writer stuff covers some, but he hasn't. I don't think he's had a single writer wherever little, he goes. Ah, yeah. The Traveliers. It's mostly about travel, but we do. Oh, you have yeah, you have your Disneyland. It started so, as okay. primarily Disneyland. We've expanded a little bit to some news and Disney World and all that. But or, uh, well, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Okay. I'm also wondering where the fuck is. Oh, oh, oh where I'm the also, fuck is, is all, all the swearing? swearing. Well, I would we, tune we, into the show. We, we've right tried to, we've tried to, you know, okay. spice it up for this one. I'm trying to, yeah. I would tune into this show to hear a bunch of guys talking about Disneyland, and slowly, since Shaft has joined, the swearing has gone away. Is Micecast turning into a family-friendly show? Hell no. Micecast was a sort of rebel of Disney podcast. Now it is sort of a conforming. Oh, podcast. that's a that's Ooh. a that's a step. I feel <laughs> like I just got it oh, over without any. <laughs> Shit took a shot to the plums, dude. Holy oh, cow. Gosh, no reach around either. Uh, I'm talking about like getting kicked in the nuts. Well, let's put it this way. If you've ever seen the movie Signs, Richard doesn't know how to curse very well and it doesn't sound I'm very natural. angry. I'm going to be coming after you real fast. <laughs> I'm insanely angry. If you haven't seen Signs, this just watch your first ten minutes of it so you'll get the idea. This 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 email makes me insanely angry and I, I'm I'm just beside myself with rage. And what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> for whatever reason, and I'm I'm gonna go on record for this and Mike will probably disagree. <laughs> but Mike has always taken let's say the high road in his uh his English since we've been on this podcast because, quite frankly, in person... He curses like a sailor. <laughs> he is much more like the sailor that he is. Though I'm he was old enough to jump over to the army for a I'm while. I'm not um, denying it. And since he got married, she's made him clean it up a little no. bit. And the kids but really... <laughs> the kids. I, and, and the kids. But I, I... Well, the funny thing is, yes, I was brought up in Christian schools. I... I, I claim I'm not I don't claim I am a Christian, but that doesn't mean I don't use some of the words. And I did get More beat up. Words I was I was actually getting beat up quite a bit in some private emails about you know on one hand saying I'm this person with moral values, and then on the other hand I was using some swear words. But I nothing lately has got me as riled up. I think as some of the early shows that just had me. Um, Getting pissed off and using the language. You know, well, I, we, we've been doing this I, three years now. Three or four? Three. Didn't it start in 06? Yes. So well, nine, we're six to seven, up. seven to eight, eight to nine. February wait, 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 of 2006. Was it 06 or was it 05? 2006, February. It was, okay, all right. So, um, you know, call so it three, three and a half, half years now almost. And, and um, you know, well, we, have less, we have less to be angry about, I guess. Well, well, I don't think it's just that. I will say, 
yes, probably my appearance has lessened a little bit, only because I tend not to swear too much. I oh, know you fucking piss me off all the time, so <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck. But the thing is, is because <laughs> I'm don't use an it just voice. to use it. Yes, I, I, come on, I, see, see what's. Voice I can it was funny. Well, every word in a sentence. Yes, but I know. Fuck the fucking, <laughs> fuck the fucking fuckers. fuckers yeah. Yes. <laughs> See what I mean? It just doesn't sound right coming out of Richard's. But, mouth. The thing is, but, but you know, because, go ahead, Richard. When it, when, it, when it was just the two of you, it was Mike talking, taking the high road, and you blabbering out, you know, diarrhea of the mouth. With me getting the in the in the mix. Now you have diarrhea of the mouth. No, I I talk. I I do my talking, but I don't swear, and it it, it takes away your swear time. You just don't get a chance to swear. The fuck away, so I can do something. Okay, but see, here's the thing. You know, you Um, know when we when we dropped f bombs in the past, it was for a reason, right? Not just to actually. Not just to drop the first one. It was kind of like. Oh shit! Should we have done that? We better put <laughs> no. a tag on this one that says there's an f bomb in it. Yeah, we're and, still and then, warning people when there were f bombs in our show. And then and then it was like every show after that, I had to put a warning. Yes, there's an f bomb. Yes, there's an f bomb. Until there's a show you missed, and I said, "Hey, what are you surprised? No f bombs in this one." <laughs> yeah, when you took that little hiatus, and suddenly there's nothing. <laughs> I think it was before that. I got so much email about coming back that you know. Anyways, it's all right. Okay, so. <laughs> I, no, we but, haven't been but, family friendly. We but, just haven't had the right subject. But Dan, talk about getting par- getting the hair parted. <laughs> we're, know, that, we're conforming podcasts. Holy crap! That's, that's that. That was kind of you a know what? Blow. In, that, in in the how should I say this? In the well, taking the risk that this asshole might not listen to us anymore because we don't fucking cuss all the time. <laughs> this guy can go to fucking hell. <laughs> Respectfully, <laughs> respectfully, respectfully. <laughs> so, that's, thank you, New York. Yeah. Oh wait, this, I gotta pull that movie you out. Know, the it's the right thing, time of the this, year. This yes. motherfucker didn't even give his name. Oh, yes, I got an email it, uh, I just Masters Pin PhD. After Pinhead is probably yeah. what it is. Um, yeah, that's, that's what it looks like. Masters Pinhead. Yeah. Uh, no, just kidding. so. <laughs> well, usually, guys, even though they have an email, they they sign it. You know. Yeah, they, they put put, put a well, little signature down there. This asshole does have a mouse buster, so um, let's go to that and see what. Goodness see what gracious! Out of it now that we've had our fun with him. Um, Walt Disney said Disneyland will never be complete as long as imagination is left in the world, and that, that's in quotations there. On yes, that. it is, yeah. and that the spire was left tarnished because, and that the spire was left tarnished because of that quote. What spire? Spire on the castle. I've heard this one before. Oh, oh, okay. Is it true? Is there actually a reason why it was left tarnished? And did Walt Disney actually say that quote? Well, for quotations, we will leave it to the quotation master. Did he actually say that? that? That's you, dumb shit. Well, actually, actually believe it or not, I have the book of Walt quotes here. I I have the quote book at home as well, but I'm here at the HB studio, so where is it here? I believe that is part... Oh, that's the Walt Disney World background. Wait, Walt said the quote that uh, Disney would not be complete as imagination left the world. That was part of the opening day speech, I think that's part of the opening day speech. No, no, that's not an opening day speech. Are you sure? Yes, I am. I love it when you're wrong. No, Uh, okay. I'm firing up the Google now because... To, to all, right. all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here, age relives fond okay, memories so that, of the past. That is, you, you have no idea sometimes what goes on anywhere in the company, but you can quote that. that 
obscure. Well, because he listens to it tapped out in freaking Morse code all day long. <laughs> not Morse code. That That's Morse prior. code at the train station. No, it's not. What is it's it? En- it's engineer's code. What? It's, it's 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 a variation. It's engineer's and code. And it's not designed. the entire speech, by the way. Yeah, it's here. it's just yeah, it's only the first uh, two lines, I think, of it. Um, yeah, it's engineer's code. The trains. Listen to imaginary in my way. I covered this once. Yeah, the the uh, railroads uh, had their own codes out there, uh, besides Morse codes. Most, my understanding, and Greg, I'm sure will correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Uh, my understanding was so that if people I feel didn't so fucking inclined to, I will. But so that uh, people, if they had people listening into when they they were going to have a payroll or a schedule coming in, they wouldn't necessarily or a crash know, or know. crash. They wouldn't be able to pick <laughs> it up exactly uh, when that payroll was being shipped at a particular place. So the railroads had their own codes besides besides Morse code. Okay. Okay, and hey, we're we're looking this up on. Uh, yeah, whatever site Greg's going on to, but I, I will venture to guess that is that was an actual statement from Walt Disney. Actually, I I'm almost positive I've seen it on video. Maybe that yeah, it must have, it I must have failed to you know it must know have what? shown up on Walt Disney. Uh, you know, here we are. Okay, I've got some site called No Bosch uh, quote site. Disneyland will never be completed. It will continue to grow as long as your imagination left in the world by Walt Disney. Uh, okay, this doesn't actually say if it's it just say it attributes it to him, but you know, like a lot of false things from, out yeah. there. Did it come from maybe oh, you know, you, Wonderful you know, World of Color or Walt Disney's fact, Disneyland or something? No, I think it came from the uh, what was the uh, Canadian Broadcasting Company uh, interview with them because he even goes on to make the comment: even the trees will continue to grow; it'll continue to bloom year in and year out and change and grow and be even more beautiful the next year. I think that was from the CBC interview, if I remember correctly. I'm uh, looking for. Are you drawing a blank? There's a lot of places that look look I'm, for drawing uh, that quote. But anyways, I, I am going to I am going to say with some amount of certainty. Yes, that is a quote from Walt Disney. Now on to the second half. Of well, the question. Apparently, the actual quote is Disneyland will never be completed. It will continue to grow as long as there is imagination left in the world. Hmm. So it's a variation. That's usually left the out, though, that is- it will continue to grow is left out on a regular basis. Well, yes. Well, well that, that's know, for sake of making it a single sentence instead yeah, of having it. There, there's a lot of quotes when you. I was, some of those quotes that are attributed, to, you know, to Franklin, to Adams, to Jefferson, yeah. that you've heard years over years over years, they start dropping a word here and there, and then you go back and read the real one. Oh, slightly different means the same thing. Yeah, but um, uh, as Adams once said, "I'll I'll talk to the printer about it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. There's so many people they just Look, they quote this as just an absolute. But they don't necessarily say. Where is it from, though? Look, look, look up uh, Walt Disney CBC interview. This is such stimulating podcast. Yeah, I know. Anyways, let's go on to the second part of it, which was the question of: Is that the reason Wait, what, you, that you said CBC interview? CBC interview. Okay. Well, <clears throat> the second part um, is that the reason that the uh, spire on. It's tarnished. Sleeping Beauty's castle is tarnished. I'm glad you knew what he was referring to because yeah. I was thinking Spire at Space Mountain. I had no idea. 
Yeah, no, the reason the spire on Sleeping Beauty's castle was left tarnished for so long, it's not that way now, is because somebody forgot to polish it. It wasn't, uh, in fact, there was a variation of this. Nobody was polishing their knob? Nobody polished that knob there. <laughs> okay. There was, a, there was a variation on this. Last year, when they took, you remember the snow covering that they do for the Christmas layover? Yeah, the castle now? that was pretty cool. I like okay. that. Last year, when they took the snow covering off, they didn't put the uh, that. It's the same spire too. Ironically, they didn't put it in correctly, and it tipped over to the side. And so now, suddenly, it became that spire was always meant to be tilted there because well, oh, Disneyland gosh. was never going to be completed. It's like no, that spire was tilted because they didn't screw it down properly, and the thing leaned over, and they never went back. It, it you, you got to understand, it's not something you just walk up there and change it. You got to go get a man lift. You got which is those big giant cherry pickers, and it has to be a tall enough one to be able to stretch across to reach up there. And and it's not, just not the easiest thing in the world to do. They they can do it, but. You know, sometimes you got to choose your battles wisely. Well, it's kind of like the, that thing uh, when DCA went in and they were putting a Ferris wheel in. Oh, Walt Disney said there would never be a Ferris wheel at Disneyland. Yeah. It's not Disneyland. It's not Disneyland. Yeah. It's DCA. <laughs> That's right. And besides, they did do the, already had done the Ferris wheel at the country fair thing. The country fair, yeah. So, On the railroad tracks of all places. I know. It's really dumb. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, so, wasn't the railroad under rehab at the time or something? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, yeah. It was still, you know, you walk in, well, the, and, and, and the, the front, wheel. in front of the train station, you see a friggin' Ferris I, wheel. I and you also had the Ferris wheel sitting in the hub, too, at the same time. But, no, that that was the reason, was it, was, it wasn't that, it, that, I mean, if you go up there, it looks nice and neat, and it's nice and pretty. The quote is definitely a reference to, there will always be something adding to it, there will always be something new to it. It's not that something's going to be left dirty. That is completely contrary to everything Walt said in other quotes that Disneyland's not going to be a dirty amusement park. It's going to be a place that's kept clean. (laughs) Beyond those things, I'm talking about this. It's not something that that was left that way intentionally. Well, okay, here here I have found. found. There's just way too many... Unless this is one of those best kept secrets, it's of the the, worst? the biggest. It's it's put away. I don't. Uh, the, um, besides, it's not going to necessarily say where it came from. It's just yeah, going to list true. the quotes. The di- no, the Disneyland uh, never be completed comes from a uh, conversation with Dave Smith surrounding the uh, brouhaha about Small World. And uh, let's see. As chief, uh, allow me, as chief archivist, Disney Company for the past thirty years, to remind those who are complaining that Walt Disney never intended Disneyland to be static. To a reporter, when Disneyland opened, he said, "Disneyland will never be completed. It will continue to grow as long as there is imagination left in the world." So it was uttered on the opening day, just not part of the opening day speech. He continued those thoughts to Pete Martin, who was working on his biography, saying that Disneyland is something that will never be finished, something I can keep developing, keep plussing and adding to. It's alive. It will be alive. Breathing well, thing that will it will need change. So yeah, there, I'm trying to remember that CBC interview. It started out where he was talking talking about when you finish a film and you put it in the can, that's it. The film's done. There's nothing you can change on it. It's done, and you move on to the next project. This was one that he can continue to keep working on. He can continue to develop on it. Was That's why it became his little pet project in the last 10 years of his life, was he was always adding to it. It was his favorite little show to keep adding something new to it. Well, anyway, so here's here's the closest I can come to a, a thing that says it was uttered on the opening day. Okay. Dave but I Smith think- says that it was 
mentioned on the opening. Not part of the opening day speech, but it was said somewhere during opening day. Yeah, but I, th- I think we kind of settled that. Yes, he did say that phrase. And no, the spire, there is nothing that was left intentionally dirty or incomplete. And yes, he did say that uh, quote. Okay. Yes. Okay, I found something <clears throat> here <sighs> on a, sorry, on a webpage. Well, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a Walt Disney wiki. And it's it's giving sourced information the quote, so we can trust it as much as the person who put it up here. I guess. It's a wiki quote. Um, okay, Disneyland is something that will never be finished. It's something that I keep developing. It will be alive, breathing, just like you said. Um, then it says, "A picture is a thing. Once you wrap it up and turn it over to Technicolor, you're through." Which is something you were saying, Richard. Snow White is a dead issue to me, but I can change the park because it's alive. As quoted in the Rides of Passage, quote unquote, in Via Magazine, July 2006 is where he found this. So that I was going to say quoted, that probably wasn't a quote from Walt. No, that came from, of course, no. again, something else uh, that referred to I, it once I swear before. it was the CBC interview. Yeah, I know. You're, you're really. You're really. But anyways, really let's, let's move on from this because we're getting really boring here. And oh, this guy, this guy doesn't and, want any of this. Okay. This damn research that we're doing here. So he, he wants us to swear more. So okay, well, we're done with his email anyway. Okay, so um, do we move on or I've got one to. Uh... Okay, I found here. I, well, well, it goes away. <sighs> okay. Uh, they, they just say they reprint. Okay, I found the the article, and they were saying they um, they reprinted um, this. Um, oh, oh, it's, it was it uh, via editor Bruce Anderson stepped into what Walt called a dimension that lies beyond the reach of time, and talked with the park's visionary over a cold one at Club Thirty Three at Disneyland's New Orleans Square. So it was from a magazine, and then they reissued. So it's out the interview, yes. Where this magazine comes from, don't know. Um, so it sounds like, yeah, like, so you're partly right, Richard. Possibly. <laughs> an <interview type> <laughs> Possibly, partly. Okay, you so you anyway, can't bring yourself to say he's right. Say that right. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I think... I swear I've seen that on video, which might be that That's interview. That's the CBC interview, yeah. So we where, where's, where is that, well, the, that uh, Treasures? In the I don't know. It's right here somewhere. Here. Um, it has that very, that very So we're going to say, damn straight, he said that. And fucking known to the tarnish on the uh, <laughs> yeah. castle. So but I remember the dent that was up there in the one for a while, and people were like, oh, you know. And you, you, there's all kinds of little things. <laughs> the light. Okay. The light in Walt's apartment. Oh, yeah. You know, that, there was a time when we on. worked there, that light was not always on. It meant someone was staying there and don't come. Yeah, stay out. Well, stay the hell away. On, don't come knocking. <laughs> well, well, the old thing was they would close the doors the door, downstairs uh-huh. so that you didn't have the noise coming up right. up through the floors. So if the doors were closed on the fire station, somebody was up in the apartment. If the doors were open, the apartment was bare. No. No. But that was the only thing. The light was something that came up new in 2005 during the 50th anniversary. I remember it being on back then, and they would say that you know someone's there or someone's going to be there. Well, I remember the one time when we went up yeah. there. They said somebody's goofing off in the apartment. The lights are on up there. There's, There's no that's supposed in there. to be in the lights. Yeah. The lights are supposed to be yeah. on. Okay, which one are you going to? Okay, we well, 
answered that question? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. At la- you know, our last show we talked about the you know cruise line, right? <laughs> yes. And, and so someone I got a piece of feedback just today about that, and we're talking about labor rules aboard a cruise ship in the state that of good California. Old Tom. Huh? A good old Tom. Yes, Thomas McCarthy. East York Disney fan. Um, and it says, uh, state of California's laws will not have much effect on the ship. It says, registered in the Bahamas. And is under uh, the jurisdiction know, of their a, labor laws. Now that he says that, yep. that just, the little light bulb goes on that says, fucking duh. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dumb shit are you? Yeah, now, yeah. wait, wait. You're, you're going to email number two, but there was an email. I, didn't, I did not get email number one. I just got the one about that. Okay, now what? Now remind us, because I actually don't really remember why we were worried. Oh, we were worried about if it would maybe it would cost more because our labor costs and all that. Well, yeah, why we're... they wouldn't be able to station a ship in California, or why why they went to Cal- uh, Florida first, or you know, I don't. Well, know. I, it doesn't matter if they're registered in the Bahamas. We we're talking about the dock labor. When I was talking, when I was thinking when we were talking about the labor and everything else, I was talking about the dock. Oh, labor. I was thinking about what you'd pay because you're gonna. Are they hiring? Because they hire people from California, yeah. About the Bahamas, on uh, the just to be what? on the ship, the pursers. No, the no. They, okay, they hire the people from California, but right. their ships are registered in smaller countries to avoid paying higher taxes and wages to the support staff. So you know, hey, well, they could pay you less than minimum wage, is what you're be, saying. Correct, because you know the ship is registered in the Bahamas. So. And, and and I'll and I'll say one other thing. This is I remember when. But uh, when you get room and room and board, there's always ways to modify your income right. too. Matt so. Weemit, Matt Weemit, when Matt he came Wiemet. over to uh, Disneyland from the cruise line, he was made, he was talking about different things on the cruise line and things he had to learn because he came up through. My Walt name, Disney World, Matt Weemit. Matt Weemit, he was a cool guy. I still <laughs> like him. Um, when he came up through uh, Disney, he came up from Florida through Park Operations, and then he got thrust into cruise lines. Most Shaft of your thrusting now. Most of your cruise line personnel are European, and mostly from Eastern European countries that they're leaving the countries trying to get hard currency cash for anything. So your labor. Oh, great. So nobody speaks English on these. No, shows. they all speak English. <laughs> okay. that, I'm sure that would be. A, I'm sure that would be a prerequisite. You would think so, wouldn't you? I said at the Grand Floridian, and the maid could not understand one fucking word I said. I got really, really, there. really. Are they you sure? Not what? Did you did you throw some word. Spanish at her? Are you sure she couldn't understand one word you said? You meant, you're English sure she words. just was ignoring her? Actually, I'm, I'm not sure. sure I'm sure if you said. Either. I'm sure if you said the English word, no, she'd understand that. I'm not so sure. She wasn't all that bright. <laughs> if I said fuck, she might have understood that. That's kind of like a universal word. <laughs> or a few hand signals, but she wasn't quite get. But but no, I, I do remember that was a comment that he made that a lot of your uh, ship, your onboard crew on the ship are European, tend to be European. But when I was talking about labor and the cost of things, I'm referring at that time I was talking about the dock workers dock on working. getting all dock the stuff on unions and all dock that worker kind of stuff. unions yeah, okay. and the California dock worker okay. unions out here. All right, now since um, that was one, did you want to add any more to that, Michael? No. All right, uh, the one that came to me then. Actually, you should have got the other one. It says Mike, Greg, and Richard. Greg or Mike was having problems with his Plus, mail. Podcast and he, he misspelled the podcast at Mike. Well, let, let me see because. One email wouldn't have gone through because he misspelled MiceCast. Mice yeah. But the one to you is spelled correctly. But no.com. Doesn't matter. It's. Oh. Just send me the one. Send it then. 
Oh yeah, you you're right. And yours. Um it on uh, that doesn't matter. That's my cover name. Okay, anyways. Hey Greg, live the show. I'm sure he meant love the show. Well, <laughs> I, I, I no no, no. I I and O are next to each other on the keyboard, so well, no, no, maybe, no, no. maybe he wants us to do the show live. Oh, it could okay. be. Oh. <laughs> I'm a first-time emailer and a long-time listener. I just love that when people call up to the radio talk Long-time first-time. <laughs> long-time first-time. We got a couple of local guys who are like, we don't care. Just get on to the question. I, All right. I, sounds like something. <laughs> long-time first-time. Long-time first-time. <laughs> we love you long-time. Uh, Shut up. Buy your own say- fucking drink. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, I'm sure that we have satisfied that other emailer now that this is not a normal show. I also want to oh, say yeah. that it was a great meeting you at Westfest this year, and I know that you guys didn't forget me either, as I got mentioned on one of your shows. I am an East York Disney fan on the board and held the DF hat 13 right. times at Westfest. He's you quite proud of that record. <laughs> no, I thought that's not that something guy, I'd be proud of. <laughs> I thought that guy was a freaking Canadian. He isn't times. Well, he says East York Disney. Oh, I guess East York. It could be in. I don't know where East York is. It could be Britain, as far as you know. Oh, well, York. Yeah, I don't. I guess maybe that's in freaking Canada. Um, I don't know. Okay, so anyways, I'm, anyways, that's just whatever. What the hell? Anyway, on the email, I was listening to your show on the Disney Cruise Line, and you were talking about the Panama Canal crossing. I was on the last Panama Canal crossing. That DCL did with the Disney Magic. 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 And from what I remember being told by a former Panama Canal pilot that we had on board, we only had about one foot of clearance on either side. We did scrape both sides and the paint crews, <laughs> the paint crews. I think he meant crew. I think yeah, so. Uh... We're out in full force, both in Colombia and Aruba. Jamaica, now, there's on, a oh, place sorry. I'm never going to send my daughter to. What's Aruba? that? Aruba. Aruba. Jamaica, yeah. Not, yeah. not all daughters come back from Aruba. Yeah. No, that's true. Uh, uh, yeah, they never, I don't, did they ever solve that? Yeah, they did. One of the guys actually Finally, fessed up. Did yeah, one of the still, white guys or the Islander guys? One of the white guys. Still no body, though. No, because it's out at, it was uh, dumped out at that, sea with. Know, uh, that just makes you think twice about crab sending, food, I'm sure. Letting yeah, your kids go with, to uh, weight and, and trips and all taken that. out to deep sea with weight. Okay, the two ships are both known as Panamax ships, which means that they are the maximum size of cruise ship that can fit the canal. The two new ships, the Disney Dream and the Disney Fantasy, are both Panamax. However, are post, post oh, I'm Panamax. sorry, are post Panamax. However, they will be able to fit the new locks, which we talked about last right. time, yep. that are being built, probably with most of the money that Disney forked over to them. Yeah, the Chicoms like that. I hope you guys... Oh, I, Chicoms? I what are you talking you, about? Wait a second, wait a second. There's no Chicoms with Panama. Chicoms were contracted to run the canal. Uh, uh, really? Yeah. When was this? Back during the Clinton years. You know, we talked about this. Carter had agreed to give it back to Rug Runner Noriega. Fine. They needed somebody. It's like we wanted to turn our ports over to people to run them, right? We were outsourcing. Right. We were were outsourcing to the Chicons to run it. Because I know 
and I, I know I, I, what I really, really hate to do is apologize for saying who I listen to sometimes on the on the, on the radio. But but right now his You're name talking is, about one of those redneck. No, he's not a no. redneck. But right now his name is almost used like as a pejorative. But Rush was talking about it way back then, and there was a there was a legitimate. Is that Rush Limbaugh? That is correct. Florida. Rush Limbaugh, a who red now state? is in Florida. Yeah. There was a legitimate concern by some that if the Chicoms or the subcontractors who run it, they could easily say, F you. You can't come through here when we need to in a time of need or war or action or whatever. They could shut it down. They don't have to let you through. Something tells me that if, if a United States now, warship wanted to transit the Panama Canal and uh, Chicoms raised a big freaking middle finger, we'd have some dudes down there to open the damn thing up post haste. You would think so. It depends on who's president and who's in the Congress and whether or not waterboarding is considered, you know, torture. Or, or not. Um, hey, hey, wait. Have you seen – hey, wait, wait. A, uh, here's a quick tangent. Have you seen the movie Glee? I mean the TV show Glee? No. Oh, my gosh. You know the blonde lady that's in all the Judd Apatow oh. movies? J- J- uh, J- um, Lynch, Jane Lynch, I think. She, she talks in a very monotone. She's tall. She's all. She's in all the, um, uh, the uh, funny guys. Yeah. Um, you know the Spinal Tap dudes on all their movies too, right? Okay. So, so the beginning there's a these kids are doing this crazy ass uh, cheerleading routine, right? And when it, they they it's over and they're trying to freeze the the little pyramid they make, and one side of it starts to collapse, and she gets this disgusted look on her face, picks up the bullhorn, and says, "If you think that's hard, try waterboarding." Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> funny. Sorry. That's like there were some there were, no there were some good funny jokes about. Uh, uh, Cheney and uh, going hunting and stuff for a while too. I mean, I can laugh at my guy when they're truly funny and not just spiteful, you know, type of thing. But- well, I, I like what Jay Leno said a couple of weeks ago. He goes, "Just when we thought we were all the comedians were horrified when Obama got the office because he's not George funny. George W was great, but then lo and behold, they got Joe Biden. So yeah, <laughs> um, now." You know, this has been some 14, 8, you know, 8, 6. It could be as long as 16 years ago that this, you know, the control went over. I don't remember exactly how long ago. They may not, they may no longer be the people running the the day-to-day operations. I have no idea. But I remember it came up as an issue at the time when it seemed like every time we turned around, um, uh, Clinton was selling or giving something to the Chicoms. I mean, it seemed like the Chaikon, he was the man. Oh, yeah, candidate. he gave them everything, which, yeah. He was the Manchurian candidate. Nice. For those that are used to listening to a Disney podcast yeah. and not to political gestures, we're referring to communist China. All right, so moving right. on. The two, blah, 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 we forked over to them. We'll I have to talk about this on political gestures yes. at politicalgestures.com. This little slice of political gestures is brought to you by... <laughs> I hope to see you guys at WestFest 2010, if there is one, or maybe even sometime before that. Thomas, East York Disney fan. Great thank, thank information. You, Thomas. Thomas. Thank you, for the mail. Thank yeah, you, it, and thank you for the first-hand eyewitness account. Yes. That's right. Yeah, so rather, Richard, rather than having to straight up, who gives a fuck that just paint it? <laughs> well, that's what I said. No, the first okay. time they came over, they didn't plan on having to make that extra little stop to do the touch-up work. Doesn't sound like doesn't they sound made like an extra stop. Well, now they, they, they no, plan the stop. No, not just it, says right, it says right here, uh, we were out in full force in both Columbia and Aruba. Right, but they, it's yeah. not like they stopped just to do that. I think those are planned stops. 
Well, they are now. But the oh, first trip coming over on. wasn't. Oh, no. Are you kidding? Okay, look. No one likes to go on a cruise, especially landlubbers, that doesn't go anywhere. Okay? Multiple days at sea do not sell make good cruises. Right. They stop. That wasn't a planned stop. They're going to stop further up the coast. And, and you'll notice that most cruise ships cruise in the nighttime when people are sleeping and don't notice that they're stuck at sea. And when they wake up in the morning, they're you know next to some piece of land. Yes. So except I, for the canal, they travel during the daytime because that's part of the whole show. Oh well, yeah, because it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Did we read the one from Bobby World? That sounds familiar. What's the uh, date on it? During the time at ABC Commissary, the uh, studios at Walt Disney World, the promos on the TVs were not updated regularly. It was way into February before they ended the 24 Days of Christmas promo for the ABC Family Channel. I think we'd commented about things uh, being up. Just a complaint, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Upgraded and stuff. So I don't know if we read that before. So that's just, you know, getting back to that's making sure April. we cover, Holy cow. Uh, cover yeah. our email. Uh, we did talk about the Japanese Deer Park and all yes. that. Yes. Actually, the, if it, the um, PDFs that she sent us are... Mm-hmm. Are tied, actually really neat. Yeah. Tied, tied to the episode if you go to MySCast.com. In the gallery section, you could see the – there's links to read the PDFs that she'd sent. Did you notice, I don't did you notice the uh, – this one. Just to read. I, there's well, nothing to answer here. It's just to read. Uh, just oh, well, go ahead. real quick on the PDFs, the one picture of the deer park that she sent where you can see the Nabisco building in the background. Yeah, that's uh, – That's gone. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Just recently. And, yeah. and that, was, that was a landmark for the approach to Fullerton Airport too. Yes, well, yeah. It was, yeah. A, it was a landmark period in the area. Well, the KFI tower, though, is back. I'm glad to see that one because that was my marker on how I found the airport at night. Hey, Greg, Mike, and Shaft. I've been listening to you guys for a long, since the beginning. I must say, listening to three of you ramble has gotten me through a lot of boring hours of mindless homework. I enjoy your no-nonsense, forget-the-pixie-dust rantings of true Disney fans who actually know what they're talking about. That's not us. Now that I got the ass-kissing done, I have a show show suggestion for you. But you can always give more. After watching the Big D number 39 at the Wonders of Life Pavilion, I came up with this question. Okay, so we will have to do this one again, but we'll read it anyways. If I had to pick five areas, X, Dinoland, Wonders of Life, Utopia DCA, of Walt Disney World or DLL to bulldoze completely and revamp, which one would you pick? What's the date of that email? That one is Ooh, it's um, a little while ago, April twenty eighth. April twenty. I don't remember ever talking about this. Well, we oh, talked about what. what oh yeah, this might have been one we uh, you were not I'll around for. for because I wasn't around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so what says? What would you like to do in these areas? I guess it could be answered in one of many of Greg's shows as well. That is true. Two Please listen to that to Main Street Cinema, and you will. Or, I mean, uh, imaginary my way. Or I probably I, have already covered all this. I'd but say tune in next week. <laughs> we'll save this one. We'll talk about this one again. Um, I need to unmark these ones that we have uh, talked about already. Yeah, because we're going to go back and re-talk about the ones we just re-talked about. <laughs> you probably will. All right. So, um, let's see. That was just a great job. Long-time listener. All that good stuff. That one I think we covered. Charlie... Yeah, the mouse buster said, I can't wait to hear. You know, nope. maybe sure. since, you know. Well, we had the mouse busters, which was the. Uh, the the uh, spire. spire the, yeah. He was just saying something about he likes the mouse busters, and it's just, you know, another email of congratulations, and you guys are the, the bomb, and, you know. Yeah, that's nice. Thank you very yeah. much. Thank you. All right. And anybody that likes to ass kiss, we're, we're more than happy to. Read Richard you. loves his ass kiss. I do. I really do. And that's. 
Except by the dog. I, it's I, disgusting <laughs> what the dog does. <laughs> okay, thank you. Don't need to know that. Why is a dog clicking your butt? The, link, the linking's okay. It's just a kiss <laughs> if he doesn't like I can imagine Richard smearing dog food on his bottom. <laughs> Yuck. Oh. It, to get it done on purpose. Oh, uh, <laughs> just like burned in my eyeball. <laughs> oh, yeah, one. we're going over the top on this one. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. That's wrong. <laughs> just wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. <laughs> Oh gosh! Uh, All righty. You know, have you guys <laughs> ever watched Nip Tuck? <coughs> no, yes. no. Have you ever seen the one with? Uh... No, he said no. So well, I'm, you said yes. Well, though. Why do we us two need to exclude one person of our? Oh, podcast? I'm sorry. Oh, not... Thank you for that. Yeah, about, you know, a softcore porn show on. Uh... <laughs> I'm talking it's, about. It's when, on your uh... favorite channel. It's Fox, right? No, 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 no. It's not no, Fox. No. It's AMC oh, no. or Bravo or it, something. It's a cable show. Yeah, yeah it's, it's on FX right now. It's FX, that's it. Okay, FX, yeah. Yeah. Like, it lost its appeal after the first season for me. Second season, maybe. Uh, um, talking about having to... Oh, here's one. It came to... It came. Yeah, it came to... Um, I'll go forward this to you. It came to my imaginary... My way, but... And we'll have to... We won't be able to get to it tonight. Uh, but it's a... You know, well, let's actually, now's stuff. a good time to wrap up, actually, because, you know, we're... Yeah. No, no, what I'm just saying, I'm going to send you this, because this is something we can uh, talk about later. What the frickin' frickin'... Because you're sending it to... No, I'm not, Richard. It's the... It's oh. the whatever going out. Okay, it's just... Here's a long one, uh, some rankings, some things we'll have to look into before we... Uh, what, okay. research again? Not research, research exactly. Is... Come on, we do research on the fly here. That's right. We don't. We yeah. We never prepare for a show. That that should be plainly obvious at this point of the day. Beyond plainly obvious. Um, so. So why don't we just say uh, say we're done? You know, do our sign off, and then you know, not torture and drag out while Greg keeps reading email. Yeah, the email he hasn't been able to get a hold of because he well. No, it's it's all taken care of now, and I just sent you the I sent you the new one. And all right, well, let me let me do or to say it. Up. Let me do get mail. Address one of one. Mice cast listener question. Yeah, so we'll and it's we'll look from at Kevin. Maybe, okay, well, yeah. Well, so we'll maybe look at that. Um, Kevin is a co-host of That's What She Said. Oh, that's that sounds like oh, an office. Uh, I'm gonna have to look at that. That's, that's that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. So we're going to say good night yeah, and sign yeah, off? We'll, okay. we'll wrap it up and say good night and um, tune in next time. Yeah, I've got some ideas for maybe some mice cast events at the park, but we'll talk oh, about it offline yeah. before we announce it to yeah. people. Yeah. Some ideas. So look, okay. look forward to that. What, Richard? Just look at the damn thing. We talked about uh, that a little bit ago. We never Richard did go over that the one. the email he sent. Maybe that was a clue to our oh, shut up. thoughts about it. Shut up. What? Richard sent us an email no, no, about just doing a up. show on grad night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that. But <laughs> see, I, never worked, I never worked a grad night, so... Did ever go to a grad night? No. Oh, because he was back east. Okay. No grad night for me. So, Didn't you have you no work? common frame of reference. That's correct. Oh, by the way, let's tangent just real quickly. I know you want to sign off, but Richard 
Shaft just saw. I wish I had the the cricket Star sound effect that, that Bill Handel uses. I know. <laughs> well, he doesn't use it. His staff uses it. I know. Him. When he tells a joke and no one says anything, you hear the crickets chirp, chirp. Which is a lot. Richard just saw Star Trek. And I, we talked about Star Trek. Was it the last show or the show before? Uh, tangent. Show before. He wasn't on. Um, awesome film. Awesome, awesome film. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. I've been trying to see it again, and events are conspiring against me. I finally went down to the big Newport. Oh, yes, oh, yes. You God. took your family. Yes, we talked about no, that. No, last time. just, just, just my daughter and myself. Okay. Richard says it's fun, but he's got a lot of. Complaints. I'm still like, dealing with issues on it. He has issues. Okay. Anyway, what's your? That's I thought you might want to, you know, draw him out a little bit on those issues. But. All right, Richard. Why don't you tell us what the issues are? No, because I don't want to spoil it for anyone else that I might not. Okay, spoiler. Oh, so Mike and I already. Oh, you already. Were you not listening it? when we said we already discussed this? We on talked the air? about this a long time. I, the whole alternative reality bothers me still. Okay, but if they don't do that, then they can't keep making the movies. Well, they could, but then and they have you, to go back you, to you start you know competing with known you know the Trekkies who are just way too into it. I was telling Richard about the article, I think you, I sent you about how some Star Wars fanboy claimed that this was no, no more than a rip-off of Star Wars oh, yeah. and the characters and the planets and the storyline. And I'm like, let's see, Star Trek's been around since 1964. 64. Star Tours came out of the ass of Lucas in around what, 77? Well, that's when the mm. film came out, but he right. brought it back in 75. Uh, so. Yeah, so... Hmm, seems like Trek was out before. A whole At decade. least ten years, yeah. I don't know. There, you know, some of the fanboys for uh, Star Wars, I guess, think science fiction started with Star Wars. I don't know. I guess so. I'm still waiting for that freaking movie, fanboys. I've seen some posters. Here's, here's a funny thing: is that most people, if you apply the the concepts of fantasy and, and science fiction against Star Wars, it comes out more as a fantasy film than a science fiction film. Yeah, it is. And, and George Lucas even said science fantasy, it's not science fiction. That, you know, I can see that. Yeah, like he said, it's a Western in space. It's, it's yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he never referred, George Lucas never referred to it as science fiction. He, he said the whole, the whole purpose, science fiction refers to futuristic things. He set his in the past. So yes, yeah, a long time ago, guess he far, far away. Yeah, because he didn't want to try to make anything futuristic. It was just fa- pure fantasy. Well, pure really? So he goes into the last three and tries to dazzle you with things that just seem... Fantastic. Uh, yeah, fantastic in science fiction. Alright, so... Fantastic and not so good. Um, All right, so what was the the thing the ten you wanted you wanted Richard to talk about how he doesn't like the, no, I, the we sat and talked about it a little we bit at dinner about, tonight. He I was surprised by his lack of enthusiasm see, for. Did the you film. see Saturday Night Live this last week? The little segment on the uh, weekend update when they had the actors from uh, yes. Star Trek. Yes, I thought that was funny. Yes, Chris Pine and and Zach Quinto were on there, and then uh, Leonard Nimoy shows up. Yeah, and to not to not like it would be. That of a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> and the two well, trekkers and the two trekkies in the fa- in, in the audience giving yeah, them so the eyes. All yeah. re- redazzled. Ooh, ah. I guess J.J. Abrams and uh, Leonard Nimoy must have really hit it off because uh, Nimoy is now the nemesis that came on in the final episode of Fringe for the final or the season finale. 
Really? Um, yeah. Nice yeah. to see him getting work again. Again? Uh, well, is it again, or is he, has he been that in? You know, some guys just gracefully stop working. They're not whoring themselves. They're not whoring Shatner for themselves oh. out. Uh, okay, hang on a second. The last time I saw Leonard Nimoy on a television was in a hmm, Priceline commercial. How long ago? I don't know, but that's the last time I saw him on the television. Well, what, I'm, what I'm saying is maybe you, it's not important. Do you think he did that as a cash. favor to his friend, or do you think he I, needed the cash? I think he did that as a favor to I think Shad. it was both. I think it was both. I don't think there's a cash issue need here. I, well, I don't think he needs the cash, but I think the paychecks. Well, it never, the, okay, the deal. it never hurts to have a paycheck, granted. <laughs> but, yeah. Are you yeah especially this? when I found out that the freaking uh, California unemployment is going to you know, divide up my my school. You know, I do get paid once a month, very little to do school. But time, I probably won't hardly get an unemployment. Might owe them uh, for the month of May because they're going to divide my monthly pay by day and then deduct that from the uh, unemployment. I probably won't get any money from May. It's just for, I said, wait, sucks. so I made X amount of money and you're going to not give me anything because I had this little piddly-ass job? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Um <laughs> But, uh, I mean, Shatner is every – now, maybe just Shatner has an ego so large that he can't help but want to stay in the public's eye. He's got a, he's got a blog, a project, his Priceline commercials, which are damn funny. He was uh, – what was his last character on the, 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 the lawyer oh, show? Yes. Uh, uh, Boston Legal. He was hilarious on that. It was, he was funny. I didn't watch it regularly, but when I saw it, he was funny. Denny Crane. Denny Crane. But Denny a, Crane. It seems like one of those guys that is going to die on screen because he can't stand not to be in the public. Well, well I, I, I think he just enjoys the work. And then especially after uh, he had that family tragedy a number of years ago, the work he, he started doing more work just to stay away from the house. And I think he's just enjoying a kind of a resurgence of uh, people rediscovering him beyond Captain Kirk. You know, it could be. There was something on cable for a while where it was like, I don't know, Leonard or Shatner on Star Trek or something like that. And it starts off where you don't know he's in one of those rigs to drive a car. He's in his convertible. And yeah. then they kind of back off and you see that the front wheels are in this trailer. Yeah. And then he's up on the on the he's walked into the building, comes back out in the bridge and they're towing his car. And he's getting all, you know, bent out of shape about his car being towed away. It's just I don't know. It just seems like a guy that is in the need to be loved well, sort of like in that that spoof on Star Trek well I don't think it, I don't think I think it's just a guy that is a good actor that is getting a, <laughs> he's, he's uh, an okay he's, actor he's, he's a good actor that's just getting a resurgence if of you insist that's getting I a might believe that's he getting is a resurgence a good actor. of uh, popularity he, he didn't he, talk like that on Boston Legal oh he didn't not quite this, not the staccato, <laughs> but you know. Th- then there's, of course, out of uh, out of the original Star Trek cast, who's the first person to get an Emmy out of the original Star Trek cast? You know, I'm not big into awards, so don't care. But who? Since you seem, seem to be dying to tell me, it was William Shatner playing Denny Crane, and so far that's the only Emmy that has gone to the okay. original cast. Emmy, you know what? I find Emmys to be one of the cheesiest cheap awards. Yeah when they nominate each but, other and there's a whole history of bad stuff in the I won't say bad stuff in the Emmys they nominate each other or themselves so I nominate you Richard 
I want you. Okay, you tell me what work well, you want the Emmy people to look at, right? Yeah. Okay, so Richard, Richard, because he's been a long time on TV and Mice Cast and all these, he tells the Emmy people to go look at episode or Mice Cast episode number three. Well, I got a better Hold story on, than as, that. As some of his best work. Funny thing. He wasn't on MiceCast fucking episode number three. And this happens all the time where the, the star might be on literally in the show for 20 seconds. And they get an Emmy for it? No, no, no not necessarily get the Emmy, but when they told the Emmy people which work to look at, it shows that they barely yeah. show up. In. Well, there, there, there's, oh. there's a great story. I, I, uh, uh, I hope we've satisfied that one email. Right yeah, now. I know. I, yeah, I, ran in. I think so. <laughs> When I, when I was at my wife's uh, uh, high school reunion, talking to a couple of people, there was this one girl who works with the Angels with uh, television for oh, televising the Angel games. I've heard this this story so many times at NAB. I'm... So, yeah, I'm sorry. You've heard of it. So it's Mike. just for me and all our listeners, right? Yeah. That is correct. Yes. So uh, she's telling me, yeah, she has two Emmys. I'm like, wow, you know, make me feel kind of worthless. I, I've never gotten even considered for, you know, any type of award, much less an Emmy or anything. And not even a Jimmy. Not even a Jimmy. Or uh, I'm trying to a Christie, a Christie award. for Not, uh, not even a rub and tug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get to the point, Richard, please. So I go, I'm, I'm back at work and I'm talking to this guy that I'm working with. He works now, this was during the... It'll take a while. During the uh, hockey no. strike, during the hockey strike, and he works with the Ducks on television shows with the Ducks, and I'm going, I'm talking to him about this. He goes, "Oh, don't feel so bad. I got a few of those myself. You got to understand, those are market Emmys. When they go into it, they look but at you it. Get them at the market store. Yeah, kind of. You look, you're getting an Emmy for the best baseball telecast in the Los Angeles market. Okay, there's only two Dodgers, <laughs> and you have the Angels, and they do this every year. So. This year, the Angels get it. Next year, the Dodgers might get it. And it, and it's almost like, are you the next one in line to get the award? It's like Homer saying, I'm next in line, and it goes over to the uh, you know, the metal lead rod and everything. Everybody's going to get a – you're going to get a market Emmy. Um, so it was the same thing on this. He says, you know, I got my Emmys for hockey. Okay, you have the Los Angeles Kings, and you have the Anaheim Ducks. It's bound to happen, and he says it's not that big of an award. I mean, it's an award. It's fun. It's nice to be able to say it, but it's it's not that big a deal. Okay. Thank Tell you for clarifying that for us. Most, most awarded producer in history. Yeah, but his were Oscars, which are very different. <laughs> well, it, more than Oscars. He's got oh, yeah, he has of Emmys garbage. And lots of other things. But, all right, so long story short. <laughs> oh, well, you know. Hey, you I brought think, it up. I think we can. I, I did. I, that was my mistake. I think we can sign off now because we've gone over two hours. Cool. Oh, by the way, Brian McDaniel told me it is summertime. The weather is good. Okay. So he wants good bicycle time? No, he, he wants that, but he would like you to put a little ding or something in the middle of the show so he knows he can turn around and head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what, Brian. When you download this thing, it tells you exactly how long it is. If <laughs> you can't set your watch and turn around. I'm very sorry. You get to explore the wilds of Cincinnati that much more. You'll just have to download a second show. <laughs> yeah, start the next one. Or listen to it over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that way you know when you're getting close to home because you know when the end is, right? <laughs> is that considered uh, 
cruel and unusual punishment to have to listen to the same show over again? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't even do it. Come on. <laughs> he doesn't even listen to it. Well, once. once they're in the can, they're in the can. That's it. That's right. Snow White is dead to me. Yeah. Episode three yeah, is no, dead no, to no me. No critiquing. No time in the sweat room. That's, That's right. All right, boys. So I guess we won't be doing our second show tonight to put in the can. No, we will not. Okay. <laughs> okay. What do you guys got to get up and go to work tomorrow or something? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> so I guess then this is it. <sighs> yeah, this we is... can actually say good night. Somewhere around here, I or guess. Or good day, depending on where you are. That's yeah, true. for uh, Aussie John, it's good day. All right. I'll see you. Goodbye. Good night. <laughs>